Well, let me tell you something, dude. One place I'm not banned is Butts and Seeds Podcast, brother. My main man, Frank Harris, and Josh the Thunder from Down Under Armour review WCW podcast, man, and they're from the 90s. Blackblood's music, it's fucking hilarious. He looks like the combination of Kane and the members of Doom, and his music yeah. sounds like a breaker from Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> 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 There's also interviews and special episodes, man, and you can get it for free, brother, on iTunes and Stitcher. What you gonna do when butts and seats run wild on you, man? What's up, everybody? It's the Impact Player, Mr. Phil Ray, inviting all of you to join myself and my co-host, Kid Human, as we are from the current to the way back, the Turnbuckle Throwbacks Wrestling Podcast, live every Friday at 9 p.m. on RantEmRadio.com, part of the Shining Wizards Network. You can go get our stuff at TurnbuckleThrowbacks.com, Stitcher, iTunes, Audioboom, GeekLifeRadio.com, and search Turnbuckle Throwbacks on the TuneIn app. Then listening to this great podcast, head on over to soundcloud.com slash shellshock network to listen to Nerd Otaku, hosted by me and Donald Smith. We talk about pop culture, TV shows we watch, video games we play, movies we've seen, all that great stuff on Nerd Otaku. Go to soundcloud.com slash shellshock network. That's soundcloud.com slash shellshock network. Soundcloud.com slash shellshock. Fit Network. Come listen to us, guys. Welcome to a new DNJ Sportscast podcast for 6-23 of 2016. I'm Donald Smith with my cohort James Larson, and yes, we are finally back. Isn't it good to finally do a podcast with all the shit that's gone down yes, in our personal feels, lives? Feels good. Just, uh, it's been a month, but we're finally ready, willing, and gable. Now... Our main topic, if you saw the thumbnail, is for the second time in a row. Let's say second time. It's second. We can say second year, but it's past because we did our first one in April. Is we're doing the 2K concept. Now I'm calling it a 2K concept. James and Greg, they're gonna call it the concept for 2018. Yes. I know I give them shit for nitpicking, but for my circumstances, for me, I'm just gonna call it my 2K concept. So that's just so like Pete. So. Like I said, it's pretty much you, you. You know it. You people are smart. You know what this episode's for. Like I said, James. So if he, you hear him say 2K18, that's why he says it for me. It's this concept. Maybe it's 2K17. Maybe 2K18. Maybe I don't really give a crap. And I just want to do a concept. Well, the concept was we were gonna do one for 2K17. Well, we got behind. Started running. Shit started running together. Lives got complicated, and we ran out of time to do for 2K17. And work's been work. And Donald's work's been work. My life's been a roller coaster, 
Yeah, so like I said, so if James, if you, for some reason I say 2K17, there's a reason why I'm saying it. If James says 2K18, don't get confused, it's a concept. Because it is supposed to be for 2K18, because 17 comes out in October, which right. I'll get into that, because holy shit, I'm looking forward to it. Yes. Um, but other than that, everything's been good. Um, what we've been up to, life. Life. We went to a flea market in, in the fairgrounds. Yes. If I would have had more money, I would have walked. Oh. And if I wouldn't have worked that day, I would have walked out with an electric football machine. I would have walked out with Legend of Wrestling two for. Uh, I would have walked out with Plays two. Yeah, that Dreamcast, and it had a, he had a he had a shit ton of games. We went to the stand. He had you name the system. He had the games for it. Yeah. And he had a shit ton of games for the Dreamcast. Pretty much, you got your. He, he, all he had to James could have done was freaking buy the Dreamcast and buy eight games, and right there, half his library is done for Dreamcast. Yeah. And it was perfect because they were all, I mean, they were, they were a different variety, but for the most part, they were your NHL, your MLB, your NBA, your NFL, which is perfect for mm -hmm. James. And, and then, of course, you got your little different variety. I think there was like a racing, I think there was Crazy oh, Taxi, yeah, right? Yeah, there was like there was some sort of racing game. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then, like I said, I, you rarely, I don't know why, you rarely fucking see the electronic football machine yeah, anymore. I don't know those. why. And then when you do see them, your eyeballs pop out because of the fucking price. Yeah. I did like that uh, foosball hockey. Mm -hmm. There was a foosball, it was hockey, and what's cool about it is you bought it, and I, we didn't ask what the price was, and I'm afraid to ask, because it was really, it, it was it was old. 35 bucks. It was old, but it was fucking fancy, because it came with name tags, so you could put into the thing where you you keep score, you could put New York Rangers, or your Chicago Blackhawks, okay, look, probably, and who knows, with the age of it being, you probably might get a Quebec Nordy Kules, you might get a Hartford Whalers because I mean it was pretty freaking yeah it was, old, it was really nice but it was very nice um I got to eat tear the the Winston's one stand had tear tots that was wasn't bad but it's kind of hard to fuck up tear tots yeah kind of hard um, but I know places that probably would I know places that would I know fucking places that couldn't fucking cook fucking bacon nah. not gonna name the restaurant but there's a restaurant that like sometimes. If I can't go to the one restaurant and go to this other restaurant in Belvedere that has breakfast, and there's been a couple times where I felt like they could have, uh, if you're going to give me a Nesquik for chocolate milk, mm -hmm. A, mix it better, and B, not a fucking cook bacon. Yes. Like I said, I'll be polite, I'll be nice, I'm not going to mention the name of this restaurant, but the place I like going to, right. it's like Uncle John's family restaurant, mm -hmm. it's pretty much simple. You go in, you ask for one egg, you get, you give, you get two eggs, you ask for one piece of toast, you get two pieces of toast, yes. you get... Two more pieces of, 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 of bacon, and you get a big ass and a half pounds. Yes. And it's a good price. I love the place. It's really good. I want to try the meatloaf. Yes. I guess they make meatloaf, so I want to try the meatloaf. Um, work, I got killed Father's Day. I got killed Father's Day. And me and my dad, and my dad was shocked because me and you were talking. Mm -hmm. I know how my father is. Yeah. I know how a lot of people's fathers are. It's Father's Day. I'm not fucking cooking. Right. But, or at least, well, this is their, I thought the philosophy, either A, I'm not cooking, I'm not going out. Or B, I'll cook, but I'm grilling. Right. Because that's what my dad would... My dad probably would have done if I was at home. Well, fuck no. Within like a three or four hour period, we made 1900 yeah. at Applebee's. So to say we made a shit ton of money, yeah, we did. Um, Other than that, went to a wrestling show, which we talked about that. Went to a flea, another flea market, which we talked about that. Um... Nothing else really. So that being said, let's get into 
we've had two championships decided. We had our NBA playoffs, and we'll start off first with, because we've got to, a lot to get into when it comes to the NHL. We have, that's not good. We have a trade, and we have, uh, well, we have the Stanley Cup. We have a trade, and we have a new team coming to the NHL. Start off with the Stanley Cup playoffs. For those who don't know how uh, how it got into it, let's pretty much let's start. Let's talk with. We'll give our a uh, overall feelings about it, and then we'll talk about the finals. Yes. So, pretty much the first. So the Western Conference, we had Dallas play Minnesota, and I knew Dallas would win. Yes. And Dallas did four games to two. We had St. Louis versus Chicago. I knew it would go seven games, but I thought the Blackhawks would get the edge. And, well, nope, I was proven wrong. The Blues got the edge. It was a hell of a series. And I'll give the Blues credit. And, and you know, it's good to know that the Blues aren't, you know, a one-year team. Looks like the Blues are like Nashville. Looks like they're going to have, hopefully, a good team for the next couple of years. Mm-hmm. Then we go down on the – we go down a little bit. And – good? Yeah. Okay. We have Nashville versus Anaheim. I, bl- I, I knew with Na- Anaheim being kind of in it, I knew Nashville would win. I honestly thought it would go six games, but instead so it went seven with Nashville prevailing. And a game and a series that shocked me, apparently I guess uh, quick wasn't quick enough, the San uh, Jose uh, Sharks took four game or went four games to one with the Los Angeles Kings. I'm shocked. I thought L.A. was... I don't know if they would have swept San Jose, because San Jose's not a bum, but I honestly thought possibly it goes six or seven. Right. So that is pretty much your Western Conference first round. And you want me to like, take care of the Eastern Conference? First round, yes. Okay. First round, Eastern Conference, you had the uh, Panthers taking on the Islanders. Uh, surpri- uh, no, not really a surprise here. The Islanders won the series four games. But they're going to – but the, I don't think this is a one-year thing for Florida. No. I think they're going to be they're gonna be in the playoffs for a while. I agree. Um, you had Tampa Bay over Detroit, four games to one, kind of a shocker. Uh, I would think the Detroit would have wanted to play better for that Soups last year. I think Detroit needs a freaking, uh, maybe needs it to, you know, just kind of you know, tank for a year or two. All right. Um, yeah, the Capitals and the Flyers. Capitals beat the Flyers four games to two. That was a hell of a series from what I saw. That's what I heard. Uh, Penguins and the Rangers. You had Penguins moving on four games to one. Uh, I don't think this is, this is the second year the Rangers have been in the playoffs. Um, I don't think it's going to be. I think it'll be. I honestly more. thought the I thought the Rangers were going to um, win it possibly. Right. Because I mean that they had that one year where they went in the finals against uh, the Kings. Mm-hmm. But so far the Rangers haven't been to where they were um, in previous yep. Western Conference. We had another seven game series. St. Louis versus Dallas. St. Louis won four games to three. I, I tell you, you know what? Uh, and I mean this, uh, Chicago, or and I mean this to the whole world. St. Louis is like Nashville. I think the, the gears are um are grind um the gears are starting to move. You know what I mean? Like where they're starting to get a team that could possibly you know win it next year. Mm-hmm. And I know people with the Blackhawks here. Yeah, but don't count St. Louis out. They're no. gonna be really fucking tough. Yeah. And then we go down and we had San Jose versus Nashville, and another seven game series with San Jose winning, and again with Nashville. Now Nashville lost, but Nashville is no joke. Last year, when they played the Blackhawks in the first round of the playoffs, 
a lot. You, uh, Sports Illustrated did an article, and I actually agree. If the playoffs would have started three weeks before it did, Blackhawks mm-hmm. lose the first round. Because right. if you look at that three-week period, Nashville was fucking hot to try. I think they even played the Blackhawks a couple, yeah. one or two games and just destroyed the Blackhawks. Mm-hmm. Well, then what happened was their shit must have, you know, finally they thought they finally found out their mm-hmm. shit stunk. And then they kind of got deflated. Um, now the Eastern Conference, James. Yes. Eastern Conference, you had the Islanders. No, no, no. Oh, yeah, the Islanders and Tampa Bay. Oh, you're right. Yeah, sorry. Uh, Tampa Bay won series four games to one. Um, uh, I heard this was not a eh, series. This series, Tampa Bay freaking just took it to took it to the Islanders, which not a shocker. I don't like Tampa Bay's coach, but he, but you gotta admit he's kind of like that Babcock. You might not like the guy, but you know he's a good coach. Um, we had the Capitals and the the Penguins. Holy shit, awesome series. Went six. Four games to two. Could have easily gone seven. It could have easily gone seven. There was going to be no sweep in that series. Penguins move on. So, we finish the finals, or semis, of the Stanley Cup. We had the St. Jose Sharks versus the St. Louis Blues. And I want to say, at first, St. Louis had a two games to none lead. But with San Jose came back and won mm-hmm. four straight. Um, I think with Nashville and St. Louis getting a little bit of taste... I, like I said, I'm going to keep saying this, and you know, this might get repetitive, but they're going to be dangerous, and I'm, I think what happened was it kind of maybe choked. You know, a team like San Jose, I don't give a crap what year it is. San Jose will always be tough. They're never going to tank. They're always going to figure out a way to get into the playoffs. They're kind of like the Wild, mm-hmm. or like a, maybe like a Wild, or like a, a Flyer, or a, you know, a Capital, or even like the Bruins, where no matter what seed they get, you can't count them out. Right. And they could always, like that, go to the final. Right. And you don't know the situation with San Jose. Maybe they got the eighth seed because this guy, this yeah. guy, and this guy got hurt. Right. So, like I said, San Jose is very tough. And St. Louis took them lightly. Four games to two. And then James, tell us about Pittsburgh and Tampa Bay. Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay, holy shit. I actually got to catch some of these games. Um, I was over at a buddy's house. Got to catch a couple games. Holy shit. This series was fucking phenomenal. Um, I believe it was, I believe it was tied at two at one point. Uh, both teams won a game at, or Tampa Bay, or Tampa Bay won the game at home, and then Pittsburgh won the game at home. The game at home. Uh, so they split two and two. Um, like Tampa Bay would win the first two in Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh would win two and Pittsburgh. Um, so this series was back and forth. In the end, Pittsburgh would win in seven, four games to threes, which sets up the finals between Pittsburgh and San Jose. And Pittsburgh had, had, this was the, fun fact, this was the first, I don't think it was the first time ever, but it was the first series, it had to be the first series in a a long time where no original six teams were in the final, because San Jose, I want to say, came in the 90s, and the Penguins came in the 70s? They came after they the Penguins. I know there's they what they call it. They call it the original six, and then mm-hmm. there's a name for the next group of teams yeah. that came in, like the expansion six or something. Something like that. But you know, you know what yeah. I mean. Like as the Penguins were part were part of the. So it might not have been the seventies. Might have been the sixties. Right. Well, San Jose, they had to come in late eighties, early nineties. They weren't in the. I know they were around by ninety seven. I know they were around, sure. but uh, very good series. It looked like, from what I can tell, Pittsburgh came in and just 
even though they lost those two games, every game Pittsburgh won, they kicked ass. Mm. Might not have been a blowout, but you look at a stat, you look at a stat whether right. it be faceoffs or hits or shots on goal, mm. Penguins dominated. And what I'll say about this is, is another good Stanley Cup playoff. Mm. NBC probably got a shit ton of ratings again. I heard they did. But let me tell you something, Blackhawk fans. Blackhawk fans, Nashville Predator fans, St. Louis Blue fans. One of you is going to be in the final next year. One of you three, I will predict. Will be, and I'll be with Blackhawk, oh, there's that one year. I know it's the whole, you know, they, they got to win it next year. We don't know that. Giants are supposed to win the World Series next year. They might not even fucking come close. Right. As of right now, they're probably going to, but you never know. They could, like that. So, and that being said, to the three teams... St. Louis, Nashville, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Don't be shocked if you play either Pittsburgh or Tampa Bay, and even the fucking Capitals, because I think Ovechkin is going to go on, going to have another good season like he did this year. Okay. So, like I said, so you could easily see a Chicago Pittsburgh series again. You could see a Nashville Tampa Bay series again, or you could see a St. Louis Washington series. But I and and you know what though, even though Pittsburgh won, I do believe the Western Conference though, at some point whether. This year, next year, whatever, is going to dominate. The Western Conference for hockey has a lot of what you want to call sleeping. Well, like I said, San Jose. They're Mm -hmm. dangerous. Whatever seed they get, you don't want to fuck with. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of sleeping giants. Don't be surprised if Calgary doesn't wake the fuck up. Don't be surprised if Vancouver doesn't wake the fuck up. And eventually, Anaheim's going to get slapped in the face. Because the coach for Anaheim this year had no fucking control over them. There was games where, like, They'd fucking, you know, like for either a shift change or whatever, and they'd go back to the bench and they wouldn't even try. Or they'd come off the bench and they wouldn't even try. Right. So don't effing count those teams out. Right, no. Now, so that being said, while we're on NHL, we have some really good news. Finally, I was telling you it was going to fucking happen. And sure, fucking shit. It came out for the 2017, 2018 Hockey season, the the newest city to get a team in the NHL will be beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. And it's funny that we mentioned that they just they get the team. We saw what the stadium look. We saw what the arena looks like at Money in the Bank. Yes, which is not a bad arena. No, it's not. And isn't this amazing? Isn't this amazing how within a period of months. Vegas could get, well, Vegas could end up, or actually not even months, maybe years would be the right term. Vegas could end up having three teams and three major sports. Mm -hmm. Because when we talk about, um, we might, we'll talk a little bit about NFL, not much really. Yeah, because there's not much really to um, get Vegas sounds like they're going to have the host Raiders. Mm -hmm. Las Vegas is getting an NHL team, and when the next time MLB is going to expand, as of right now, the, the, Vegas is going to be, for sure, the first, if not the second team, to fucking expand. Right. That was that amazing? All these years, Vegas, ah, Vegas, they can't host a team. And then within a matter of a year, possibly, or two, three of the sports, Vegas will be affected with. Yes. Um, now, as for their name, no name No yet. name as of right now, but ESPN.com has came out with, you know, some, some actually, some, what... Could their team name and local be? So if an expansion team, what if like if since they are getting an expansion team in Las Vegas, what 
what they could be called and what colors would they wear. They asked writers and they rolled the dice on some suggestions and they had some great that some people actually send in their um, suggestions to ESPN. Well, some of the suggestions, uh, and me and Donald actually got a list of yes. names also for this team, so we'll get into that also on this segment. One of the team names is the Las Vegas Bones. I like the I like the look. It's blue, red, and I believe black. Yes, yeah, so there's some black. Um, it's basically it's got three dice, and it's the numbers three, four, and five dice, but the middle dice is a skull, and then you got the hockey sticks on each side. I actually like this logo, yes. and I actually like the name, the Las Vegas Bones, because bones are another name for dice. Nice. So I like that. And name. it's a perfect name for hockey, bones. Yes. He's got the freaking skeleton. Yes. Skull. I love That's, it. You know. Um, you have to read the article. No, the only article I want you to read is the one. When it gets to that one yes. name, the Los Angeles Flamingos. A Las Vegas. A Las Vegas Flamingos. Um, it sounds more like a. It sounds more league. like an AHL. Yes. I don't. The the logo looks pretty. It just, cool. it, in some ways it does, but I I was hoping for maybe a as I don't know if you could make this happen, but a flamingo. badass flamingo with like a. Stick maybe? maybe a buff, a buff flamingo, you know, right. like a jack right. flamingo, looking like he's on the, you know, one word he's gonna kill. But I like the flamingo it's logo. It's got the, it's got the regular name flamingos, but instead of the eye, it's got a lightning bolt. Right. Well, I thought that was pretty neat. The Las Vegas Outlaws. I like yeah, this. That's logo. a perfect name. It's like it looks like kind of like if you guys remember the um the band the the Chicago Bandits, the um women's professional fast pitch. It kind of looks like that, but. Instead of it being, I believe their logo is pink and black, this is brown and black, and he's holding a hockey stick like he's going to freaking kill somebody with it. It's also a perfect name for, uh, uh, if, the, if they decide uh, if the Raiders want to ever change their name, that'd be a perfect name for a football team. Yeah, Las, Las Vegas, Vegas Outlaws. Outlaws. I, like I want to say um, some league did have that, though. Right. But still, it'd be a great name for the NFL. I agree. I agree. I agree 100%. Um, it'd be, the colors would be black and gold with red accent. So I like that idea. Right. Uh, did they mention what? And it sounds like, and, um, I'm not, we're not going to read the whole article, but it sounds like there's a, it also would fit Vegas because there's a motorcycle game, like a motorcycle club. And like, and like, and like called Outlaw in Vegas, that's well known. Yeah. So yeah, that'd be, that'd fit perfectly. And it's a club, it's not a gang. So, you know, you can imagine some of the things you do there. But uh, that's pretty cool, yeah. So the outlaws. Yes, uh, I like that. Now yeah. this one. Now this one. This, this one not, is kind of out there. It's the Las Vegas Nordicus. Which is, if for those who know, it's the name of the former Quebec Nordicus. Yes. And this is now, please, Jim, read this this guy's article or this section, I should say, for why he has. This guy's his name is Pierre LeBron. Um, <laughs> he wrote to ESPN. It says, it's, it's quote, unquote. This is what the way I see it. Once we all realize what a stupid idea in hockey and they or hockey in Vegas is, the NHL can move the team to Quebec City in five years after attendance has dropped to three thousand a game, without having to change its name. And guess what? They they're building a rink in Quebec City as we speak. Wait a minute, move a team to a market where people actually live and breathe the game? That's a crazy idea. See, I think I. First of all, Noriku, and also if you find out what a Noriku is, it's a thing for uh, a name for uh, French, um, Northern, North American French, North yeah. Canadian French. But 
You see, I don't know. I think, honestly, I think, how do you not know? Okay. Let me try to put it like this. Any city could be a mm. great city to put a team. At the same time, any city could be a bad team, basically. Right. So this, so I love how we, we get, yo, Jacksonville, let's football. Well, who's to say eventually one of these days, one of these years, Jet fans quit. Right. And no one goes to a Jet game. Right. Right? Yeah. And you could go, well, you know, it looks like the Jets, that's that's a bad experiment. You know, these last couple of years, we need to get, you know, we can't have, we got to only have the Giants. So to say that Las Vegas, you don't know that. Right. For Christ's sake, the Bears could lose a team in eight years. And the reason why I say that is because you don't know. We could have an eight-year stretch where people go, you know what? I'd rather support the Blackhawks. I'd rather support the Cubs. I'm not going to support the fucking Bears. Bears right. That could happen. So pretty much, you know what I mean? So every city is guilty of either having good attendance for a certain sport or bad fucking attendance. Right. So this, and, and, and from what I heard, everybody and their mother, when it comes to NHL, unless maybe you could also say, well, it's because of revenue and whatnot, was killing to have a team. Right. This is one of the few times where Gary Bettman had an idea and, and no one said no to it. Right. And as you know, for Gary Bettman, they, he doesn't have love. Right. You know, people call him Beavis Bettman for a reason. Right. And for the fact for people to go, yeah, let's have a team in Vegas. Right. Next one is the Las Vegas Rack Rat Pack. Uh, I actually like this. It looks like a weasel. Yes. It's it actually looks like a sewer rat. Um. This guy also thought of the Las Vegas Wise Guys. That'd be a great name. The Las Vegas Blackjacks and the Las Las Vegas Ditch Diggers. That's different. Um. He's thinking of a stylish rat with a Frank Sinatra style hat, which I like because the Rat Pack was from originally from Las Vegas. Yes. Um, with a black hockey stick, with a hockey stick and shovel in his mouth, <laughs> which you can see it. Yes. In a way, um, the team colors would be gold, black, and red. Uh, during intermission, they can impersonators of Frank Sinatra. Dean. Oh, that'd be amazing. Could be called Lucky. And they could get, and the mascot could be called Lucky. And they can get person. That's cool. I actually like that idea. Okay, the next one is the Las Vegas Dealers. Uh, I actually kind of like this logo. I do, too. Um, it's, and I can um, just imagine the, the mascot being like an NCAA mascot. Yeah, like, you know, a dealing, right. dealer shirt, throwing cards. Right. Um, um, it's basically the it's the letter V from Vegas, but on one end it's got a hockey stick, and the other one it's got a gambler holding the ace of spades. Well, preferably a dealer. A dealer, right. Because you can tell like by his cuff link and whatnot. No offense to the USHL's Green Bay franchise. Okay. So it's probably the same colors as someone listening to Power 80 ballads. Yes. From from fucking Time Music. Yes. The Las Vegas Sin. Now, Donald, you like this one. I do. It's it just it's a it's a snake wrapped around a stick with a, possibly through a heart or an apple. apple. Um. Yeah, I just that fits Vegas perfectly. That or like I said, the 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 the, the uh that or a, like a name of a car, but that's a great fucking name. And then you hear this one, some says you could have a rivalry with the Devils. I like that. Yeah, you know the sin and the, or, or you know what I mean, something like that. See, uh, let's see. This also says it says insignia that more mundane choice might bring the Rattlers, the High Rollers, the Wild Aces. But see, I see the Wild Aces as a, more of a hockey team than the, than the Aces. I see the Aces being a Las Vegas baseball right. team, but that's just me. 
Um, our next one, I believe this is our last one, yes. Uh, the um, the, Vegas, it, the it, Vegas Strippers. We shit you not. We shit you not. It's Now, it's nothing suggestive. No. But I think what they're trying to go for is the strip. Yes. From the logo, you yes, see all the, the stuff. Vegas it's strip. the Las Vegas Strip. But because they're called Strippers... Yes. Ugh. But, uh... Okay. Oh, these are, like, different logos. This is different, yeah. So some of the best logos. Which got us thinking, what current NHL team logos look like if they designed by the folks who gave the Las Vegas its unique? Well, okay. um... The Ducks look pretty cool. So these... Okay, Ducks. Coyotes. Bruin. Oh, I like the Coyotes. It's a drunk. The Bruins. That's, like, cards. Mm-hmm. Sabres have a sliced ham. The Flames, oh my god, that looks really cool. It's a seven. That's badass. Yeah. Hurricane, no, that's goofy. Okay, the Blackhawks with the Indian head, but the warhead isn't a warhead, it's a short showgirl. Uh, head. Hat. Yeah. The Avalanche? I'd like the Avalanche, that's a good one. The Blue Jackets. That reminds you of something you'd see in Rock the Ranks. Uh-huh. Dallas Stars. Okay. Which I like that one. Kind of. The Red Wings. Ah, it's a roulette wheel with a wing. Mm-hmm. The Oilers. It's, it's a, a slot, slot machine. machine. The Panthers. I that looks don't... Oh, because you see the, the ring, hands. The yeah. fire. The ring of fire. Right, but you see... But yeah, but notice... Pause. But notice the hand yeah. at the bottom. It's like a ring of fire. Oh, the Panther yeah. jumping through the ring of fire. Right. The Kings. Okay. Oh, Elvis... Elvis. Minnesota so Wild. is a joker. Joker. Looks oh, they suck. The Montreal Canadiens is what, brass knuckles. knuckles. That's badass. The Natural Predators. Mm. The oh, Devils. it looks like it, the the Predator looks like something like um, Sig, Siegfried and Roy would have. Yeah. The Devils. That's cool. The New York Islanders. Got a guy of a limousine. Drunk. New York Rangers. I like the Rangers. That's pretty cool. The Ottawa Senators. That's a, badass. The King, basically. The Flyers. The DJ. Okay. Oh, okay. The penguins. penguins is in a martini. The sharks. I lo- oh my god, it's a shark eating a card. Yes. In half. Remember that TV show? I don't know if you ever watched Game Show Network. Card sharks. Yes. Yes, I've that, seen that. card sharks. The yes. blues. It's cherry. <laughs> the lightning. Which is a lightning twist. Yes. The maple leaves. Which is like oh figure skating. Yes. I think. It looks like that. The Canucks? The Canucks. Oh my god, I love it. The Caps? A flamingo. Yeah. The Jets? It's a boxing title. And, and that's, that's pretty much it. So, James. With that like being said, said. Yeah, let's talk about the name. What names did you come up with that would be perfect for the Las Vegas blankety blankety blanks? Well, five names I came up with. Actually, some of the names were actually mentioned on the list. I came up with the High Rollers, mm-hmm. the Las Vegas Gamblers, the Las Vegas Blackjacks, okay. the Las Vegas Jokers, the Las Vegas Aces, okay. and the Las Vegas Diamonds. Okay, so I have the High Rollers, the Blackjacks, the Las Vegas Outlaws, the Las Vegas Goons, like the goons. and the Las Vegas, uh, Las Vegas Jokers. So we had a couple of the same, but I like um the goons. That if you ever if you guys get a chance to check out a good hockey movie. Oh yes, the goons. Yes, I love that. 
I saw we said we talked from one playoff to the next. Um, like the, like last time on like this NHL, I'll do West, you do East, James. Yes. We had Golden State, who we just thought was gonna fucking repeat, and they did walk through Houston, um, without um, Stephon Curry. Four games to one, uh, they beat Houston. We had the Los Angeles Clippers be kind of upsetted from the Portland Trailblazers. Four games to two. OKC squished Dallas. Four games to one. The one game Dallas won. They weren't even, I think Oklahoma City was trying. And in a sweep, we saw the San Antonio Spurs, which I wasn't shocked about the series, destroying Memphis. Four games to James, Eastern Conference. We had Cleveland just massacre the Detroit Pistons four games to none, which mm-hmm. I saw that coming from a mile away. Atlanta and Boston, we had Atlanta walk away four games to two, which I heard was not a bad series. I heard it was kind of it was it was close. Mm-hmm. Miami beat Charlotte four games to three, which I heard freaking Charlotte actually. I'm glad Charlotte put the fight. I'm glad it went to seven. Um, mm-hmm. They pushed Miami to the limits. Wade, I guess, had a couple games where he was eh. Uh, Toronto and Indy. Toronto and Indy went to game seven games. Uh, Toronto ended up winning four games to three. Uh, NBA or Western Conference semifinals. Oh, sorry. I'm just, sorry. Someone's listening to music very loudly. <laughs> Asshole. Golden State versus Portland again. No Steph Curry. Four games to one. Golden State won. And we had Oklahoma City versus San Antonio, which a lot of people said this was an upset. That that this that this was an upset. But yeah, a lot of people saw. Uh, yeah, a lot of people said this was an upset. I'll tell my one reason when we get to this series. But Oklahoma City beat the Spurs. Four games to two. Now, even though they had uh, the reason why it was an upset is I guess Oklahoma City kind of played sloppy mm-hmm. during this series. So James, the Eastern Conference, Eastern Conference second semi- round semifinals. We had Cleveland and Atlanta. Atlanta, I guess, decided not to show up. Now though, I saw two of those games, mm-hmm. and Atlanta could have easily come back. Well, actually, from what I heard, you games. sounds like okay, a four-game sweep that, that to you you'd think destroyed. Right. All four games, right? right? Destroyed. But easily, I from what I heard, it sounds like Atlanta could have easily won one, if not two of those four games, if not three of those four games. Okay. But they just had their head up their ass, and LeBron James is on fire. Right. NBA Jam style. Okay. Well, Cleveland ended up winning the series four games to none. Toronto and Miami. Toronto, another seven-game series for both teams. Toronto would end up walking away four games to three, moving on to the Eastern Conference Oh, no, that was the quarterfinals. This would be the semifinals. Yeah, uh, a lot of people said that Miami tripped. That they Miami had their foot on Toronto, and, of course, Toronto came back right. and won. This series, this is the one that everyone said Golden State was going to. If Golden State gets a chance, they need to kill Oklahoma. They need to sweep Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And instead, Oklahoma City, I want to say at one point, went two games to one. Everyone thought, oh, shit, Oklahoma City is going to win mm-hmm. and go to the finals. Nope. Golden State did get their momentum back. Four games to three. Golden State goes to the NBA Finals. What Eastern Conference? We had the Cleveland and Toronto. First uh, first um, time I think Toronto 
get, I think they went up two games to none on Cleveland, and then the next four, just they, I guess they laid down and died. But Cleveland ends up taking the series four games to two, and we have our final setup of the Golden State Warriors and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Yes. Um, three games to one, Golden State had Cleveland. No. Three games to one. Three games to fucking one. And I say fucking because you know how my love for you know LeBron James. I'll say this. I respect him as a ball player. He is probably one of the best out there. I just do not like the person, LeBron James. I like Tom Brady as a quarterback. I think Tom Brady, as a person, is a douchebag. Yes. Like, so like I said, so like Brett Favre is a dick, but he's a great quarterback. You know that. So you can have that. So that's why I kind of go. You, know, you had your fucking throats. I don't want to piss because Cleveland came back right. and they won four games to three. Now, good job for Cleveland, you know what, and finally, you know, they can say LeBron James won him a championship. Um, I'm going to make something clear, and you agree with this. Yeah, you were 73-9. and nine. Did you win a championship? No, no you didn't. So that's 73-9, and nine, in my opinion, don't, is, is like that year the Patriots were undefeated. Mm. Yeah, they were 18-0, but they didn't go 19-0. They went 18-1. Right. So that's what I got to say about Golden State. So, um, second about Golden State, as from what I heard, is that a lot of people are saying that the last two to three like weeks of the season, mm-hmm. players should have been rested. I agree. And that if they would have rested players, Stephon Curry could have probably played at least one playoff, uh, one of the first two. Uh, so either the Houston series mm-hmm. or the Portland series, depending on how bad his ankle was. Right. Uh, players are just fucking tired out. But what was it saying? Oh, seventy-three and nine. Seventy-three. It's like it's like when any any time a team wins one hundred and fifteen games in baseball. That's great. Win the World Series. Because that's what you did in the regular season. Yes. So now I'm going to bring this up to you, James. Do you like the, the NBA schedule being 82 games? Now, I'm not saying asking if you want it higher, because that's not the problem that a lot of people want. I would actually say go lower. Okay, how low can you go? Uh, well, I wouldn't say, <laughs> I'd say... I'd say lower it at least by 10. So, down so to 72? 72. So that so you'd have a team be 62 and 10 and 10 or you know I guess 62 3 9. Yeah. Okay. Um I think the 82 game season is a long long season well, for I mean, players yeah. you, you yeah. I mean and yeah you get breaks after the season over before the playoffs start. But you got those games where you got a team like Take the, take the Bulls, for instance. I mean, I know we shit on the Bulls, but well there's good reasoning why we shit on the Bulls. Um, but, um, like, they'll have a, they'll have a period where they'll go, like, was it, like, there's, like, four or five back-to-backs, like, in a row? Yeah. I mean... Well, wh- why do you think, and then sorry to interrupt you, but why do you think people shit on Greg Popovich? Right. They shouldn't shit on Greg Popovich, because he's do- being smart. Right. Who gives a shit if it's the TNT primetime game? If Tim Duncan needs a rest, Tim fucking Duncan needs a goddamn Rest. Right. Same with um, uh, Parker. Now, you know, um, it came out at the a day, a day or two. At, oh, so I'll tell you my thing. Right now, I like it at 82 games. I do like your idea for 72, but I do like it at, at 82 games. My thing is, honestly, you don't want it to be just like, like, you, like you want it to be different than NCAA. You have four quarters, NCAA has two halves. NCA has like I think thirty games, thirty seven games or something. You have A two. I like that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I like how in each sport, the major league sport is different than the college sport. 
Right. I like that. And I, I said, so I if you did get lower, I would have it be 72. Right. But for right now, you don't have 100 fucking games. And because I'll tell you why. If you have 100 games in NBA, if you fucking hate Greg Popovich now, you would hate Greg Popovich with a 100-game NBA season. Right. Because he'd take a – there'd be a lot of games. There'd probably be five, six games in a row where Tim Duncan right. would rest. Right. Um, now, um, it's been projected. I don't know if it's the Vegas odds or who it is. But they came out, and they said – and I think it's order. I think this is the right order. I apologize. I can't speak right. But as of right now, teams to possibly win the NBA Finals next year. Mm-hmm. You got the Golden State War, the Golden States, the Golden State Warriors, mm-hmm. the Cleveland Cavaliers, mm-hmm. uh, the Toronto Raptors, mm-hmm. the San Antonio Spurs, mm-hmm. OKC, mm-hmm. Boston, and not Indiana. Shit, but those were the main teams that are projected to win. I I bet you get. I don't know about Cleveland, especially if somebody wants to leave. Right. Again, LeBron, that's right. You're 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 a golden child. Right. He's wanting to leave again. But I can see Golden State getting in the finals again. Right. I won't be shocked if the Golden State doesn't do a thing where they're like they're in it like nine years in a row and they win six and they lose three, or they win three and they lose six. That's how good Golden State is. Honestly, they could be that repeat team all the time. Um, Toronto Raptors, there are a couple players away. They're uh, maybe a, now I wouldn't say coach. But they they are close to be possibly bringing a a title to Toronto. Mm-hmm. They do that. Then now it's you have four big sports. Now you have four big sports in Canada. You have football because mm-hmm. we we've seen how CFL is. Mm-hmm. We make we laugh at it, but that's a big deal in Canada. Oh, yeah. NHL will always be top down. I would say this. NHL is number one, mm-hmm. and then for second it's baseball and football right. because they love their baseball, but they love their football. And then third, basketball. Yeah, if right. Toronto wins it in basketball, then there's a possibility of it shifting and taking either MLB spot or the CFL spot. Right. Now you might you might call me crazy, but like like I said, like as of right now, it's ho- hockey will always be top king in, in Canada. Right. But CFL and MLB very fucking close right. because I you do see a lot of sellouts at Canada. You right. do see a lot of sellouts for Blue Jays. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So, and then Toronto, Boston, I don't know what to tell you. The Spurs, they could always, it's a matter of how Popovich feels. Right. They could always be in the final, you know, did they, you know, did he give them too much rest? Did he get them not enough rest? And then the Celtics, I think that's the one team, that's a wild card team. And Oklahoma City, same thing. Oklahoma City could, I don't know, Boston's the one that's like, oh. I I would actually replace Boston with the Pacers. Yeah. Because Pacers, I feel like they're that sleeper team that I feel once Larry Bird gets all the pieces in place, he's that team is going to go far. Right. Um. Anything else in NBA? Uh, Derrick Rose got traded to the Knicks, Knicks for bye. Um, See ya, fucker. I don't have a, to put it, but he just will say he, it was a three. It was a three. Uh, it was a three-team deal. No, it was a, it was a one team. It was two teams. The Knicks, Bulls and the Knicks. Um. They got Jose Calderon, um, Rod or something Lopez, Brooke Lopez, Brooke Lopez. Um, they also got uh, Jeron Grant. Yes, Jeron Grant and Justin Holiday. Yes. Now I don't know who that. And they also traded. Um, I believe it was Trey Holiday. They traded also. Um, Derek Rose from the Bulls. Um, New York traded Derek. Okay, so New York traded center Robin Lopez, Jose Calderon, and Jerron Grant to the 
Bulls would ship guard Justin Holiday Rose in a 2017 second round pick back to the Knicks. Okay. So that being said, we knew. Um, once Rose got word that the Bulls were looking to trade him, the source said he hoped it would be the Knicks. His first choice was New York. The source said he wants the spotlight. Jerry Ryan's, <laughs> Jerry Ryan's source calls the trade a hard one to make. Everyone. Oh, knows. it was very hard for me. I was crying. For me, I was crying. Yeah. No. <laughs> I was happy when that fucking happened. Um. But yeah. So I mean, he was a piece of shit. He was somebody Always that was a really good player, but had the wrong. He had the MC Hammer effect. Right. And MC Hammer. The wrong people got to him. Right. And for those who don't know, MC Hammer, of course, he had the can't touch his head up. And he went bankrupt. Why the fuck did he went bankrupt? Because he had the wrong people in his ear, and he was giving the wrong people money. Right. And Derrick Rose has part of that problem. He, he his brother's a dumbass, mm-hmm. and is it was it uh, Bill BJ Armstrong? BJ Armstrong. It's like his agent. Yeah. And I, I, we told a story about how Ken O'Gill broke. Uh, I shouldn't say broke, damn near broke BJ uh, Armstrong's jaw. Because Kendall Gill, and, and, and I think he is back for Comcast, but Kendall Gill will tell you he thinks the worst thing that happened to Derrick Rose was BJ Armstrong. You know, that one injury, and then, you know, he's coming back, he's coming back, he didn't fucking come back. Derrick Rose, in my dad's eye, in my eye, and to James I lied, why is a pussy. Yeah. You know what I mean? For somebody who really loves a sport, why the fuck? There were at least 10 that one year he got hurt. And then there's the next season. Mm-hmm. There were at least 10 or 15 games he could have made his debut. And he didn't. And it was always some shitty-ass, poor excuse. I never had the injuries that he's had. Right. But it just got to the point where it's like, okay, is those injuries really bad? Or are you just being a fucking pussy? Do you think Butler's next to go? My thing is, I would hope not. But at this rate, probably. My thing is, I think you should... Does he, does he go to next? Minnesota? No, because Tom Thibodeau. Okay. There be there are perfect players on the blue uh, the blues. Bulls? The, no, uh, Timberwolves. Uh-huh. That would fit perfectly for the Bulls. Mm-hmm. And uh, not Gillard, Gillard. Butler, the um, what's his name? First name. Butler. Butler. Um uh Karan? Not Karan. No, the Butler of the Bulls. Jimmy. Jimmy, sorry. I don't know, I almost said Gillard in the three hundred. Jill um Jimmy Butler, my brain's all over the place. Would fit perfectly for the Timberwolves. Here's the problem. Tom Thibodeau is the co- head coach. Thibodeau is the head coach and the GM for the Timberwolves. Did he leave Chicago in a great way? No, he didn't. They pretty much told him, "There's the door. Get the fuck out." So pretty much, who fired him? Frickin' it was um, oh shit, Gar Foreman yes. and um, God, my mind just blank. But Gar Foreman was one of them. And anyway, they would have to probably talk to. Oh, Paxson. John Paxson. Paxson. They'd have to talk to Thibodeau about a trade. If I'm Tom Thibodeau, I mean, there are two things. I'm I'm, I'm, telling, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to tell him to fuck off. Or I'm going to screw the Bulls. Right. I want Butler, but I want this guy and that guy. Because I know these two guys are shitty. I can work with them. Because they're my guys. Right. And at the same time, if you're Tom Thibodeau, who's to say the fucking Bulls wouldn't go screw, try to screw Thibodeau? Right. But no. Butler yeah. goes. I don't know where he goes. A lot of people said Knicks, but they tra- they're not going to trade twice. Right. Otherwise, Derrick Rose and J- Butler would have been in the same trade. And from what I heard, Butler hated Rose guts. Butler hates Rose guts. Hates Rose guts because Derrick was Derrick, and Butler hated that. Right. Butler wanted the win. And right. He's like, no. Butler wanted to win, right. and Derrick had a figure up his ass. So, 
Um, I believe it was the NBA draft is tonight. But yeah. here's the thing. I don't know of any um, well-known name. I don't There's either. a lot of international picks, apparently. Um, let me look and see, because I think there was one. Um, I know there's a guy from Syracuse. But yeah, as of I right now, what the I... Guy's name was. I There's a guy from Syracuse, but as of right now, it sounds like... There's a guy from LSU. Yes, that's LSU. Um, there's a guy... There was one... Oh, the, ben guy, the kid from Duke. I forget what his name is. Ben was. Simmons, and then there's the... Um, Someone from LSU, and I think that's I think Ben Simmons is LSU. But any anyway, yeah. See, look, LSU, and then look at his face up there. That's Ben Simmons. Um, other than that, from what I heard, it sounds like there's a lot of the a lot of the, there's a lot of teams wanting to do the international pick. So they, they don't be shocked if you see a lot Marco of Bellinelli is on the move. Got traded for the twenty second pick. Oh yeah. Um, the NBA is like NFL. The day of the draft, there's a lot of fucking trades. Okay, so James is slapping himself in the face because there's a a headline for because uh, we're still on the NBA topic. Yes. Please go up because I got to read the whole title. Top thing. Phil Jackson tells Derrick Rose, "We will put you want if you play for us, we will push for Kevin Durant." Okay. I'm not gonna read the article because no. I, I don't. We don't need to read an article. Right. Fucking rant on this. This cocksucker, and as you know, I only use cocksucker for a guy when you can't when asshole isn't perfect. We have the big three. Chris Bosh, Dwayne Wade, LeBron James. If you can get one of those guys, awesome. Get two of those guys, awesome. You're not going to get three. If you get three, holy shit. Like, right? That, that's, that's a big deal. You'd have the big four. Rose, Bosh, Wade, LeBron. That motherfucker did not one goddamn time, and he played with the Olympics. You think he called LeBron? No. You think he called Wade? No. You think he called Bosh? No. This motherfucker... Oh. He, he didn't want to fucking woo people right. to the Bulls. Right. This isn't the fucking Sacramento Kings. Right. Not the fucking goddamn New Orleans Pelicans. Would you say the Bulls are a small market team? Well, as of right now, they're a fucking small market team because they're not even... It, 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 the Bulls, it's a piece of shit franchise. Right. Right. I mean, as they, much as that hurts us to say that. No, as you know, right now, no, it doesn't hurt me to fucking say that. They're a piece of shit franchise. They're a fucking yeah. piece of shit franchise. I think and, and, the season like 41 or 41. Yeah. And then, oh, this isn't the best part of Derrick Rose. He did woo somebody. They brought in Carmelo Anthony. Mm -hmm. But you know what? They had to pull Derrick Rose's teeth to talk to Carmelo. They had to fucking pull his teeth. And you think, and then that fucker, you know what? I, Derrick Rose, Derrick Rose, mm -hmm. if, he ever's, if he's ever healthy again, mm -hmm. he's going to be the, a bench guy. Right. A si I big agree. situation. You call upon him on the fucking bench. He is not going to be fucking number one. That he he's not. I mean, that's uh, it's not going to happen. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, yeah, we'll get to we'll that. Get to the baseball start, but yeah. but uh, no, we'll get to that in the NFL. Because okay. without the thank you, we do we have another. Our my co-host reminded me of another story for uh, NFL that's kind of mixed with our MLB, but. We'll talk about, like I said, there, I've said what I all was going to say about cocksucker, I mean pussy, I mean chicken shit, I mean Derrick Rose. Fan graphs. Do those, you, yes. Before we get into baseball, since we're still on NBA, <laughs> do you think if he gets injured playing with the Knicks, do you think he 
tries to rush back to play, or does he pull the way he did in Chicago? Depends on how his brother is. Do you think his brother would be more lenient on him since he's in New York now? Since he wants to quote unquote spotlight. Dude, we don't know. I was like, come on, Anthony. He busted his ass to get re-signed by New York. Just to fucking walk up and down the court. Not run. Well, walk you, up and down well, the court. Tell me, was it the season over against the Bulls? It was basically just... Yeah. Here's Gasol. Like, there's a couple times, and there's no offense to Paul Gasol, but he's now what you call a speed demon. Right. And Anthony wasn't even trying. Right. And he got fucking Noah with two bad fucking feet. Right. Noah's not even trying. Ding, 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 ding. Swish. Yeah. So, I don't know. You would wouldn't you would say yeah he would because they're he, that's the team he wants to play for right we don't know that's what's bad about that's what I like when we get into our MLB when we get into the uh the NFL because we have an NFL MLB story and I have a a I have a a thesis or whatever the fuck you want to call it where it's kind of this amazing like what if we compare the sports to okay and the one thing I'll say and I would say is and I I'll call it a pro and there's a reason why I'll call it a pro when I get to that is unlike any other sport. You know how one good thing about NFL is? One of the good things about NFL is? I sign you, James, to a nine-year contract. Okay. And let's say six of those nine years, you are James fucking Larson. You're in your prime. You're fucking great. Okay? And all of a sudden, and I'm not trying to pick on you, but let's say like you just like it starts to stop feeling good. Right. And we can tell your swing's not good. You're not hitting your home runs. You're not getting your base hits. Okay. Or, or just getting football. Sorry. You're not getting your touchdowns. Right. You, know, you know what I mean? You're not getting your touchdowns. Well, James... We'll pay you the rest of your contract, but we're going to cut you. Okay. You can do that in NFL. You can't do that in baseball. No. Derek, so my point being is, Derek Rose, is that if Derek Rose, he does pull some shit in New York, mm-hmm. guess who's stuck with New York. Right. They can't cut him. Right. Unless they want to eat money. Right. And you, you, you think New York wants to eat money? Yeah. Right? Because I, I think if... Like I said. Since I figured... Because I figured um, the way they where Carmelo was playing, you think they would have been, oh, you know what? You're not playing hard enough. Right. We're going to... Cut you, but... Like I said, because, like, it gets, that's what I mean. That's why people are jealous of NFL. That's the one thing NFL has. You can talk about, you know, and I guess I'll get into, you know, the, that's the one thing NFL has and no other sport has. You know, because, oh, we'll put him on waivers. Yeah, but he's still on your team. You're right. still paying him. Right. And there's time... Like, I'm going to look at fucking John Danks. We'll talk about... We're going to talk about the White Sox and... <laughs> but John Danks. Yeah. He's going to get paid. No one's going to p- p- take that contract. Right. Well, then, if, 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 like I said, like, you're a baseball player. Like, you imagine the Cubs, they sign you. Six years, you do really good. You're a 290 hitter. You're hit this many home runs. And that seventh year, you're at the All-Star break. And you're dragging the team down. Cubs could go, James, we love you, but we cut you. But the way things are now, guess what? Nine years, unless that eighth year, they can get lucky and they can trade you. Right. But who's to say? Well, if you're not doing good within the middle of your seventh year, you're going to suck in your eighth year and you're going to suck in your ninth year. Right, right. Or they got, Look at Soriano. I mean, right. Soriano got we got lucky with Soriano. He put on a hell of a year. But the Yankees were like, we'll pay for that contract. Right. Shit, we'll pay for it. Right. But uh, speaking of uh, regrets and paying, before, as I said, we've been gone for a while. The Chicago White Sox, oh, our favorite team. <laughs> they here they need hitting. Their leadoff hitter hasn't taken a walk. Hasn't taken a walk. Hasn't fucking taken a walk this season. Would you like to guess his batting average, James? 295. 273. Would you like to guess his on-base percentage? 273. 273. Uh, Todd Frazier is a softball player. Yes. What do I mean by that is? Home runs. 
No base hits. Home runs. And I don't think he's even hit home runs. They finally realized, gee, you think signing Jimmy Rollins is kind of stupid? Right. Right? I think it was. Uh, it took them how many starts before they finally decided to get rid of John Danks? Right? That I right? Yeah, there's a lot of them. It was a lot of them. There's too many. You were 23-10 and 10 to start the season. When we do our stats, when we do the season standings mm-hmm. after this story, they're not 23-10 and 10 now. No. So there's guy. So they got James Shields when they need their hitting. Okay? So this guy, so James Shields, is sucked. Like, at one point this season, he had, what, a 33.3 ERA? I believe so. And it, it, don't worry, it got dropped down to 16. Yeah. Woo! Uh, James Shield, the, all five starters for the Chicago Cubs, ERA, is way better. It's under one, I believe. It combined is better than James Shield's ERA. Those are five different pitchers. James Shields is fucking one pitcher. One! So... This guy for Fangraphs, uh, by the name of Jeff Sullivan, he wrote this article June 20th, 2016, and pretty much that he may have figured out something that the great White Sox didn't figure out. One of the relativity realities of the early part of the season is that we notice things we might not otherwise notice. A very fucking steaming hot streak, I'm paraphrasing because I don't think you can swear on Fangraphs, or a horrible, just crappy slump to begin the year. That stands out more than a hot streak or a slump in the middle of August. So yeah, like we look at it, we make we make a big deal of a guy, you know, hitting 600 in, in April, but we don't pay attention to a guy hitting in, you know, 600 in August. Right. This is one of the reasons why people tend to overreact to early results. The numbers make it look like they're only results as the new season stands out. I mean, well, and that is true. Right. Because we've seen a lot of guys start off shitty. And all of a sudden, two months in, right. and they're a hitting machine. Basically, they can go on a streak at any time, right. but then they can hit that they can hit that proverbial brick wall. And you know, a guy can start off the season, say thirty games in the season, he could be batting. I don't know. Take for instance, four and a quarter. Well, look at look at look at, and I know he didn't come out early this season, but the Cubs brought up Junior Lake, right? And there was like fifteen games where Junior Lake was doing really great, but then guess what came back? Guess what? Guess what? Jay, Junior Lake did. He came back to earth. Right, and and Junior Lake them. played like Junior Lake is projected to play. And they got rid of him. So pretty much the point of this is that Jaden Shields, he was with the Padres, and he was just he was sucked. He wasn't really doing good. I mean, right. he I think he had a, the start before he got traded. Was he gave what nine runs? I think. I mean, he got nine, yeah. pounded. Yeah. So he they make a deal with the White Sox. This 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 uh writer uh points out the fact that he started looking up the stats and that from June, May of last year to June of this year, right now, his ERA has plummeted up and that all his velocity and his pitches have fucking dropped. Right. He started doing all these stats and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And James Shields, I mean, look at this. His four seam, look at that. That's not, that dropped. It's mm-hmm. not even high. Right. His, they have a, their cutter, look at that. One time it went up, yeah. just down. His fucking changeup down, curveball down. Um, his sinker, his sinker is a, the the point of this of, the, of a of a, a, sink, a sinker ball is of course it's gonna sink, right. but not to the point where it should hurt, hit the fucking home plate. Right. And James Shields' sinker has been doing that. Right. 
Now, and again, they show more, and it's, it's still not good. Now, isn't this amazing? And now he brings up the fact that the same shit's happened to Greg Holland. Remember, the great closer for uh, Kansas City is Armfeld to Bronson Arroyo. Bronson Arroyo's are really good for the Red Sox, really good for the Reds, and look what happened to Bronson Arroyo. And former World Series pitcher for the Chicago White Sox, John Garland. Right. So what amazes is the fact is I'm gonna say from since 2014 yeah, thank May, you. May of 2015 his ERA has been 87 87 his FI now I don't know oh I'll I'm tell just, you okay so his from June 14th to May 2015 my like James his ERA he's given up is 87 fielder independent pitching is 100 that's pretty much when you have to field the ball and whatnot um the X FIP I don't know what X FIP is but that's 90. K's and balls percentage is 17%. That means I want to say he's throwing more balls than he should be throwing strikes. Right. And his um, mile an hour has uh, 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 mile an hour has been from 92.3. And the percentage of first strikes is 63%. Percentage of pitches in the zone, 47%. Now, from June 2015 to right now, his ERA is 129. His full air independent pitching is 126. His XFIP is a 109. His 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 K uh, base on balls percentage is 10%. So he's pretty much, he's walking the lower. Right. Um. He's got 90.5 miles an hour, and he's not even throwing half the pitches. He's half the times he half the batters he faces. He's not even throwing first pitch strike. It's 56%, and 40% of the time he's hitting zone. That's bad. So it's dropped in some, but went up and uh, went up. It's bad. Yeah, it's bad. So, James, here's a good question. This is one man, okay? This is one man. Mm-hmm. How in the hell did a whole team of scouts not see this? Exactly. And it says he never actually had a very, he never had a good fast, a great fastball. Uh, but it was, it was average. Change up, right? It was average, but then it would be a fastball that he would throw at a certain point, and then. You know, he catch guys off guard and they swing and miss. Right. So here's my question to you. Yeah. You're the Chicago White Sox. Yes. What the fuck do you do with James Shields? What do you do with James Shields? Honestly, I'd send him to AAA, work on his pitching mechanics. I'd give him to the. Well, since we're close to the end, of, well, no, we're not even. Well, the White Sox are not even in it. Okay. I can be all starter. You can't figure it out in AAA. Find a way to either A, release him, or put him on waivers. and see, Or see to just throw him out there for trade bait. See what you can get. I mean, you might not get much, but it'll be better than what you got now with James Shields. And to be honest, because is James Shields going to turn around? He's he's had, what, five starts and he's lost all five starts? Yeah. Yeah. He's like 0-4 with like a... I think one like start might have been okay. But even then, okay wasn't good. He was he's like 0 and 4 since joining the White Sox with like a 12.67 ERA or whatever it is. Oh yeah, and, and it's just it's and you know what? I, okay, this is what I would do. I'd put him on the 90 day DL. Okay. Why would I put him on the 90 day DL? Because this season's a loss. They're right. not gonna come back. No. It's a loss. Yeah. And you set him down the minors for the rest of the season. Yeah. And you go, you figure your shit out. Yes. And then by the time spring training starts next year, if he doesn't got it. Then I'd put him on waivers, or I'd cut him. I agree. And if I have to eat the money, I have to eat the money. But you had your chance. I'd be worth eating the money, I think, at this point. And what what are they going to tra- And you said uh, trade bait. What are you going to get what back? The, what, a bag of baseballs? 
a team might get offended for having a, a trade a bag of baseballs to get a piece of shit like Shields. Right. I think he should just retire. Tell you. Well, I mean, I mean look young, at Royal. But... Royal's not pitching anymore. Garland's not pitching anymore. And that Holland's pitching, but because he's still young. Right. But Royal and Garland must have figured it out. So why the fuck hasn't Shields figured it out? Someone on the score brought up the fact, what if it's that he's figured it out, but he still likes the fact that teams are stupid enough to pay him money? Yeah. That the Padres are stupid enough to give him that money. And that the White Sox are stupid enough to pay him. Right. Do you think if, okay, I know he's with the White Sox, but do you think if he's with the Cubs, he struggles this, this badly, honestly? I think if he does, he's in the bullpen right off the bat. Long relief? Long relief. I agree. Madden's not going to have him starting. Yeah, no. Man, but at the same time, Greg, Greg James, I'm not trying to you know, talk shit about you, but in my opinion, I think the way Theo and Hoyer is, even though smarter. Hoyer worked for San Diego, well, no, because Hoyer, by the time Hoyer, uh, he, the Shields was in San Diego, Hoyer was left by a bunch of years. Yeah. They would see how he pitched, and they'd probably figure it out, and I'd go, no. No. No, no thank you. I think they'd be better to get well, the, the White Sox. Well, then the White Sox, I, I, I don't know who's running that ship. I don't know if Cause it's you could, Williams. It could be Han. Maybe, maybe Han is running the ship. Maybe Han is stupid. Or maybe, you know, maybe it's one of those things where it's like, well, the Cubs, it's equal. Theo right. has decisions, has his, uh, you know, has um, his decisions, mm-hmm. but Hoyer can make decisions. Right. White Sox, for all we know, it could be, you know, yeah, Han does stuff, but 80% of it's Williams. Right. right. And this could have been a stupid Williams move. Or this could have been one of the times where Williams is like, you know what, Han? I'll make you make this decision, and this decision blew up in. I kind of feel like Tom's it's the um, the uh, the regime before Theo, the um, oh, oh Hendry Hendry regime all over again, but it's on the south side. Oh yeah, where where they know that they need to restart, but they they get Milton Bradley. Well, we don't or like that one year when the Cubs gave up half their fucking minor league system for Matt Garza yeah. when a blind kid knew that the Cubs were going to get in the playoffs. They sent Chris Ar- Chris, Chris Archer. Archer. The, out of all the players, there was a catcher, there was a Korean shortstop, a Korean or Japanese shortstop, and there was an outfielder. Out of all players, the one guy that's made an impact is Archer. Archer. The catcher's not even with the Tampa Bay. The shortstop's not even with Tampa Bay, and I don't even know about the outfielder. Yeah, I don't but Chris Archer is still with Tampa Bay. Yeah. But 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 yeah, Jim Hinton, pretty much the point is, is like you said, that Cub team didn't need... Matt Garza was a good pitcher, but they weren't going to go to the fucking playoffs. What did they do? They get Matt Garza. And the Tampa Bay, if Theo would have been the GM of the Cubs around that time, mm-hmm. Cubs don't get screwed. No. If anything, Tampa Bay might get screwed. Right. Because, you know, oh, we'll get Garza and Tampa and Theo might go, well, I want that prospect. Right. Instead, we'll, we'll, we only want one ball player. I bet your Archer wouldn't have been a part of that deal no. if Theo was around. You, you hear these, there, there's people, well, because, um, well, I don't know, though. Because everyone, Theo, his big thing is, is it my ball player? Right. So, like, someone could go to the Yankees. Go to uh, Theo and go, we'll give you Miller, but we want Schwarber. Theo's going to go, no. But, but, like, in the perfect example, the, the Starling Castro thing. Who was drafted or signed Starling Castro? Was it Henry? So they go to Javier Baez. We'll, we'll trade for Javier. Sure, you can have Javier Baez. Why can they have Javier Baez? Because the Theo, even though Joe Mann likes him, He's not a Theo guy. Right. Theo didn't draft Baez. He didn't sign Baez. Right. But Schwarber, Bryant, Rizzo, Solaire, um, uh, no, I can see Kenny, Solaire Russell. Trade. I see Solaire trade. He's Amora. Right. Oh, Solaire would be a perfect. See, Solaire is going to be Vladimir Guerrero. Right. And what I mean by that is, is yeah, he's a great fielder. Right. But eventually it's going to get to the point where it's like, okay, it was injuries. Yeah. 
make him a DH. Right. Vladimir Guerrero did still play outfield because there was a time for Anaheim would go to play a National League team, like the Cubs or something, in the National League ballpark. I'll play outfield, but that was only for three or four, you know, that was for maybe right. six or seven games. Right. That wasn't the whole season because if you put Vladimir Guerrero in the outfield, you don't get Vladimir Guerrero's bat. Because there's a good chance he misses most of the season. So that's the Solaire. You can have, you can afford to have Solaire play the outfield, mm-hmm. but prefer, preferably will probably be a designated hitter because right. he's got a hell of a bat. Right. But he's, you, you don't feel safe about his hamstrings. Right. I agree. And for Solaire, I hate to say this because I like Solaire's bat, mm-hmm. but a hamstring injury, Cubs might want to shut him down because hamstrings, it's not like another, it's not like a different injury where it's six months or whatever. Mm-hmm. You can quickly come back. The minute you hurt your hamstrings, you need to. Completely rest. Right. You need to rest the fuck out. Right. Because hamstrings are very safe and sensitive. And if they're not healed all the way, all it takes is one run to first, and guess what's hurting again? Right. Or land on the base wrong. Right. Or or, or dive funny. Catching right. the ball. Exactly. So as of today, June 23rd, 2016, we have the updated MLB standings. We have the American League East with the Baltimore Orioles leading the East at 41-30. and 30. We have the Boston Red Sox 40 and 32 a game and a half back. We have the Toronto Blue Jays 40 and 34 two and a half back. The Yankees 35 and 36 six back, and Tampa Bay nine and a half back at 31 and 39. Toronto's coming. Toronto's been on a hot streak. Toronto's. I, been it's hot gonna street. be a three-team race. Okay. I, I I believe. But I think the only the only thing that could, is gonna could carry Boston is Price and Ortiz because it's Ortiz last Ortiz year. Ortiz is fucking tearing it up right now. Uh, he came out the other day and said he regrets retiring, but I think he I think uh, he I does think he made the right decision. He made the right decision. The NL the AL Central, sorry. The Cleveland Indians are leading the division at forty one and thirty. Holy shit, who would have thought they're on a six game winning streak? Who it's all thought? about that Cavaliers. They oh, gave him good luck. Be. Kansas City's thirty eight and thirty three, three games back. Who uh Detroit's thirty eight and thirty five, four games back. Sounds like uh Osmus might be losing his job. I heard he's mm-hmm. on the hot seat. The White Sox are 36 and 37, six games back, and the four Minnesota Twins. The four fucking Minnesota Twins. 23 and 49, 18 and a half back. James, James, did you say 36 and 37 for the White Sox? Yes. No, that can't be. It's great White Sox, great general manager. They have to be winning. They got to be in first place. Um, AL Central is going to come down to a one game playoff. Between Kansas City and Cleveland? Unless Kansas City fucking. Between either Cleveland, Kansas City, or Detroit, because Detroit could always light it up. Or whoever does win this went by like eight or nine games. We'll get on a hot streak. You think it'll be Cleveland? Well, Cleveland could. It would shock me, but as of right now, I think I don't count. Don't count out Kansas City. Right. They haven't had their hot streak yet. Right. Well, I don't think any team has. Best record in the American League: the Texas Rangers leading the American League West at forty-seven twenty-six. The Houston Astros are slumping thirty-seven and thirty-six at ten games back. The, but don't count them out. Right. The Mariners are 36 and 37, uh, 11 games back. That's weird. Houston's 37 and 36. Mariners are 36 and 37. That's weird. <laughs> the Angels are 31 and 41, eight, uh, 15 and a half back. And the Oakland A's are 29 Nine. and 42, Nine. 17 games back. They lost. Billy Ball. Billy Bean. And the National League East, we got the leading. We got two teams got the best record in baseball right now. Well, actually, no, there is only one team that's got the best record in baseball. We'll get to that. The American League or National League East. We got the Mat, the the Nats, the Nasty Nats at forty three and thirty. They've lost the last five in a row though. 
The the Mets, the Metropolitans are 38 and 32, three and a half back. They're on a two game winning streak. The Miami Marlins, who are playing our beloved Chicago Cubs, are 38 and 34, four and a half back. The Philadelphia Phillies are 31 and 43. 12 and a half back, and mm-hmm. the Atlanta Slumping Braves are 24 and 47, 18 games back. Miles would just call it towards Atlanta. I think Coast. they have. These things that they have. Uh, we just recently played Atlanta, and yeah, I could tell that was that was a bummer. Now, for those of you wondering why I'm jumping, well, I'm saving the best division for last. The NL West, the San Francisco Giants, 47 and 27. They're on a three-game winning streak in their last ten games. They're nine and one. The Dodgers are forty-three or forty-one and thirty-three, six games back. The Rockies are thirty-four and thirty-seven, eleven and back. The Arizona D-backs are thirty-four and forty, thirteen back. And the San Diego Fathers, aka the San Diego Padres, are thirty and forty-three, and they are sixteen and a half back. They are the choke artists of the. Now they are officially, I believe. Now that Cleveland's won a title, I believe San Diego is the next team that's got the longest, besides the Cubs, they're the longest team to go without a title. Well, um, you mean City? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, because well, Chicago's the Blackhawks. No, I'm talking about, like, well, yeah, San Diego, but, yeah, but baseball-wise. Or, oh. But, uh, yeah. I mean, oh, okay. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. San Diego would be the team, besides the Cubs. Because uh, if the Cubs would have won a World Series, but San Diego would be, because I don't. Remember the last time San Diego won a World Series? No, they have. No, because that one year they faced Detroit and Detroit beat the shit out of them. And then there's one year the Yankees played them. Since and then think about Chargers haven't won a Super Bowl. No. And San Diego doesn't have a hockey team. San Diego doesn't have an NBA team. No. And I doubt they ever will. The NL Central. <laughs> never the say never. Cincinnati Reds are 28 and 44, dead last, 20 games back. This was a team that was five and two in second place. Yeah. And <laughs> uh, yeah, five, five. What was it? They were five and two. Five and two. And yeah. and like that article said, so yeah, you know, sometimes you know, you're gonna have a team that's gonna have a great start, and then well, like I said, Cincinnati five and two, they've and then gone. the Cubs faced them, and then took three out of four from them. Yeah, so far they've gone. They were five and two, so they've gone twenty three and forty two in that span. In that since the beginning, that's it's bad. That bad. Brew Crew thirty two and forty sixteen sixteen games back. The Pittsburgh Pirates, 34 and 39, 14 and a half back. We just swept them. The Cardinals. No, we, they, they swept us. They swept us. They're 38 and 33, nine and a half back, but they're only a half game back in the wild card. I don't even know who's leading the wild card. Nah, it doesn't matter. But it doesn't point. matter at this point. And our beloved, the blue, the red, and the white, and the Wrigley are 43, 27. Last 10, 5 and 5, they're on a three game. Okay, so. Arietta did not get hurt. Okay. What happened was yesterday, I guess early on in the game, yeah. the, the pitch, Basio was like, dude, you don't fucking have it. Right. So Arietta, I don't, I don't know if Arietta's arm got tired or what, but Arietta just... Lester's looking, uh, Lester's looking to stay hot. He's pitching tonight. Um, Rizzo is out of the starting lineup with back tightness. Uh, that's okay. Contreras um, is... Is playing. He got a surprise text from Joe Madden today. Say, hey, guess what? You're playing first base. Oh Jesus. Um. Now it's the rookie catcher they just brought up from Triple A, was it? I believe. Yeah, Triple A. Uh, um. Half is promoted to Double A. That's their first round pick of uh, last year. Yes. Less than eight days left to cast your All Star vote. Apparently, all Cubs are leading that fucking race right now. There's like five Cubs in like the. 
Okay, okay yeah. So, you got so Cespedes and Fowler and Harper and center. Um, you got Russell and Zobris shortstop at second. Yep. So you'd have a you'd have them a whole if of course Aunt Hama B is they're gonna try to change this. But you could have a whole infield of at third, Chris Bryant, at short, Aston Russell, at second, Ben Zobris, and playing first, Anthony Rizzo. Yes. So basically you could have the whole and M- M- National League be uh Be Cubs. Be Cubs. The start is, yeah. But uh but uh, um, yeah, so I mean that's just well, it's because it's a good Cub team. This season just it's you know it's not shocking. So it's we could really actually good. have an actual another Cub in the in the outfield because Cespedes or Hayward is only four thousand and two four hundred two thousand five hundred four votes away from Joanna Cespedes in the race for the last outfield spot, and Braun is right behind him. Everybody vote for uh, Hayward. Yes, Walter Hayward. Rizzard is a two-time All-Star. Uh, he remains he remains the top vote getter with one million seven hundred forty-eight thousand eight hundred fifty total votes. Um, so this is your National League All-Star ballot leader as of right now. Yadier Molina is first with nine hundred thirty-three thousand three hundred. Buster Posey number two eight hundred fifty-six thousand thirteen. Wilson Ramos six hundred thousand one hundred eighty-one. Miggy Montero five five hundred seventy-nine thousand nine hundred thirty-three. Lucroy, 434,029. First base getters. Anthony Rizzo at first with 1,748,850. Brandon Belt, 584,533. Goldschmidt, 485,008. Adrian Gonzalez for 474,754. And John Jesso at 376,254. Second base, you got Zobris at 1,601,381,000. Get the cock in your mouth. Daniel Murphy from the Nasty Nats, 1,123,357. Neil Walker, 384,255. Joe Panic, he's going to panic if he doesn't get in the Joe Panic at the gay bar. Yes. 374,271. Josh Harrison, 309,085. You shouldn't say that because of the tragedy. Oh, I, I did. I died. I, I, I can't believe I did say that. I was supposed to say disco, and I don't know why I said that. Uh, Chris Bryant, third base. Chris Bryant leads the votes with 1,629,623. Nolan Arenado, 1,106,247. Matt Carpenter at 424,794. Matt Duffy, 330,644. And David Wright at 273,002. Shortstops, you got Addison Russell at leading the vote getters with 1,170,012. Trevor Story, 887,971. Brandon Crawford with 501,557. Corey Seeger, 476,525. And Zach Cozart with 393,100. Ow, Six hundred seventy-eight thousand three hundred ninety-five. McCutcheon five five seven three five three one. Cargo five sixteen five five four. Uh, Marte four hundred eighty-one eight sixty-seven. Pence four forty-eight eight seventy-one. Piscotti, eh. <laughs> Piscotti, his new Bugatti. 
424, 260. <laughs> He's going on a holiday. Matt Holiday, 335, 267. Comfardo. Is that Comfardo? Yeah, Michael Comfardo. That Comfardo. Comfardo over there. 333. Gregory Polanco is 332, 250. And Chris Charlie Blackman is 314, 502. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Charlie. That's Steve. That's Steve. Those are your leading vote getters for the All Star game for the All Stars. Now, so we have a oh, the last baseball story that we're gonna do is within the next eight to ten years, MLB will be expanding. Yes. And there's talks about the top two big teams being one representing Montreal and the other one representing um Vegas. Yes. Um, pretty cool, right? Wouldn't you say? I, I agree. So. I agree. Um. As of right now, um, um, I'm trying to think. Really, only there's a couple baseball stories. Um, the only one I was gonna say is the brought the fact that there's talks of them having possibly uh, doing a thing where MLB, let's say like the MLB, mm-hmm. um, an NL team plays an AL team mm-hmm. in an NL ballpark mm-hmm. that the AL can still use a designated hitter. Yes. So if the Cubs play the White Sox, the Arietta will hit. But Jose Quintana won't hit because right. he's American. Right. And that's pretty much on and uh there's a possibility of them not having inter league play until um the World Series. Right. So like the Cubs wouldn't play the Yankees until possibly they ended up in the World Series. But uh that's pretty much it for MLB news. Uh yes, the only MLB news is their uh where is the All Star game taking place this year? Um Forget where they said it was taking place. The only really baseball thing is right now we're in not really in the middle of a playoff race, but it's getting to the point of you know it's getting down to it. So, but I've come across this list recently. Um, it actually ties in with our baseball topic. On uh, somewhat, kind of, somewhat, these are football players who were drafted by baseball but decided to take football over. Baseball. Um, not really, because there's a couple of them that are soccer. And there's, there's a couple of basketball. Yeah, there's a couple of basketball, but we'll Pay talk hit. about the football ones only. Uh, Troy Aikman was drafted by the New York Mets in a high school in 1985, but of course, you know what he decided to do. Uh, actually, let's see if I can just find the one that just says in the National Football League. Because I found one where it's like, it just gave me like a list. And I'm trying to find... List of athletes. There you go. Okay, um, Morton Anderson played on. Uh, he was uh, he was on a soccer team, which makes sense why he's a good field goal kicker. Um, Cedric Benson was drafted by the LA Dodgers in the twelfth round of the two thousand one MLB draft. He totaled twenty five at bats with their summer team. Former uh, quarterback great Sammy Ball, who played football and baseball at TCU, went on to play in the minor leagues for the St. Louis Cardinals Saint before going to the NFL. Um. Oh, Darren Bennett played. He was a punter in the NFL for the Chargers and the Vikings, but he spent after nearly a decade in the Australian Football League. Michael Bishop played quarterback for the New England Patriots. Was drafted by the Cleveland Indians in the 28th round of the 1995 Major League Draft. Um. Former player of the New England Patriots and New York Giants, three-time city New York City PSAL high school basketball champion. Uh. uh Brooks Bollinger, there's a name from the past, drafted twice by the LA Dodgers in the 50th round. Uh, Josh Booty was he played in the Florida Marlins minor league system. Um, 
Terry um, Bradshaw set a national record for throwing the javelin 244 feet, 11 and 3 quarters inches. He played with the Steelers. Yes. Brady. This is the one I that caught your attention. Tom Brady. You know, he's the he's the elite quarterback for the New England Patriots. He was drafted by the Montreal Expos before attending college at the University of Michigan where he played for the Wolverines. And he was drafted as a catcher. And I believe he was drafted well, uh, better in MLP than he was drafted. I believe so. In the NFL. Because the NFL, he's picked 109. I want to say he was like 87 or 85. I so. um, this, I'm sorry. When you were talking about this, I apologize. But I caught this fact. Dante Culpepper, former quarterback for the Minnesota Vikings and the Dolphins and Lions, was drafted by the New York Yankees. Um, so it's funny. We're yeah. talking about drafts. We're talking about different things, and I, I thought this was interesting. What do you think, when you go into... Eric Decker, the current wide receiver for the New York Jet, Jets, was drafted twice by the Brewers and the Twins. Jack Dario was drafted by the Toronto Blue Jays out of high school and played football at USC. Okay. Now, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Well, John Elway was drafted by the New York Yankees and the Kansas City... So he screwed the Baltimore Colts, <laughs> the New York Yankees... And the Kansas City uh, Royals. Good job. Now, Dennis Dixon, current quarterback of the Buffalo Bills, was drafted by the Atlanta Braves and played two rookie league games. He? At the time, or whenever this was, he was a current yes. quarterback. Yes. Bills. Anyway, so what goes into, what do you think are things that go into drafting? Okay, when it comes, when it comes to drafting a player in a sport, even though he might be a good player, does his college have anything to do with him being drafted? I don't think it should, but I know sometimes it does. Um, I I know we got into this conversation actually uh, uh, during the MLB draft because the MLB draft just recently happened, and a couple former. Uh, well, there was a couple former like uh, Craig Biggio's kid, um, a grandson to uh, Harmon Killebrew, mm-hmm. Dante Bichette's kid. Mm-hmm. They were drafted, and they were drafted. Like what in the later rounds? Like yeah, like basically the compensation. Well, not really compensation picks, but yeah. They were still they were long picks, and I brought up the fact that we were talking about like what goes in. Goes, do you think the reason why they're drafted late had did it have anything to do with the fact of what their last names were, and that the fact that there's a good chance? Oh yeah, you didn't know that? No. But anyway, um, we'll get into that in a second. That's a big, but anyway, um, yeah, George Hallis was part of the trade with uh, Babe Ruth, and of course Hallis left. I'll the Red Sox, and then I uh, went trial, to the Bears. Brief trial of the Yankees. Yeah. Well, anyway, so my thing is, I think what goes into it is the fact of the college. Uh, well, what what goes into the later rounds? Well, well those players, I think, because is the last name. That and Do you know for a fact, you honestly think Craig Biggio's kid is gonna be just as good as Craig Biggio? We don't know. We don't know. And then, like, I was thinking of the fact about sometimes it's, a, it's the college because. We have college sports. There, there. Well, there's certain colleges they're that they're biased towards one sport. You know, we said this earlier when we were talking about well, any well, like uh, if we had an NHL team in Alabama. Well, no, because you couldn't even have an MLB team. You couldn't have an NFL team because all roll it is tie. about in Alabama is roll tide. Well, Alabama, Alabama's thing is football. Right. So, a baseball player from Alabama is going to get drafted higher. Than a baseball player from Notre Dame. A, uh, no, well, than a football player from Alabama. Right. Because that football player from Alabama, you know, okay, it's Alabama, it's roll tide. But, you know, who the hell pays attention to um, Alabama. Alabama's baseball team? Right. Like I said, I'll ask you this question. You're the Bears. Mm-hmm. 
Would you rather take a quarterback from Alabama or a quarterback from Kentucky? I'd rather take, take a quarterback, quarterback from Alabama. You're the Bulls. Would you rather take a scoring guard from Kentucky or a scoring guard from Alabama? Kentucky. You could take you Kentucky. Know, right. Because, you know, the, the like, 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 like with the year uh, uh, Jeff Samarja entered the baseball draft, everyone was saying he should be in the NFL. Well, they brought up the NFL because, one, he's a really good receiver, and people are saying, we know Notre Dame's football program. Oh, Samarja. Samarja. What the hell is Notre Dame's baseball? And as I told you, Notre Dame's baseball, it's hot cold. They're like um, Cal State Fullerton. There's years they're in it. There's years they're not in it. Cal State Fullerton is a more well-known baseball program than Notre Dame's baseball program. Because we know right, cause it's usually consistent. Like right. I said, Notre Dame, there's years they're in it, there's years they're not in it. They might go four years without being in the tournament. They might go four straight years of being in the tournament. Right. Uh, we got some other names in here. Um, uh, let's see. Daryl Green. That's not the guy who would Rob- be a... Let's say Robert ass. Griffin, quarterback for Baylor and Washington Redskins, with a record-setting college hurdler and also played basketball. Um, James Jett won... One gold in the four by hundred meters at the Holy 92 Olympics. Shit. Ed Tutal Jones briefly retired from football to become a boxer with a six and O record as a heavyweight before returning to the Dallas Cowboys. Nice. Maurice Jones Drew, former running back for Jacksonville Jaguars, uh played football and ran track at UCLA. Not shocking. Colin Kaepernick, quarterback for the 49ers, was drafted in the 43rd round by the Chicago Cubs. No, that's okay. Yeah. Ernie Ladd is a professional wrestling promotion known as WWE from 61 and 86. Yeah. Uh, Ernest the Cat, right? No. Yes, yeah, Ernest, yeah, Ernest the Cat, the Cat right. right. Bobby Lane, NFL Hall of Famer, was a four-time All-Conference selection in baseball. Jake Locker, currently quarterback of the Tennessee Titans, played outfield for the Bellingham Bells of the West Coast Collegiate Baseball League and was drafted by the Angels of Anaheim in the 10th round in the 09. Uh, Dave Logan drafted in the NFL. He got drafted by the Browns. He drafted by the he drafted by basketball by the Kings and baseball by the Reds. So he was a three sport. Dan Marino was drafted by the Kansas City Royals. So they so Kansas City had John Elway and Dan Marino. That's that's, yeah. that's amazing. Uh, Donovan McNabb played basketball for Syracuse. Uh, Johnny Morton played wide receiver for the Lions, Chiefs, and 49ers following his NFL career. He had a brief MMA career before being banned for testing positive for steroids. Lost his only fight by a first-round knockout. Former great Nagurski running back for the Chicago competed Bears. Competed in NWA. And was a former world heavyweight champion. champion. Yes. Terrell Owens uh, ran track, played basketball in college. The and still is running ma- his mouth. Bill Parcells offered a baseball contract by the Phillies, was drafted by the Lions in the seventh round for football. Look at Jake Plummer. Former NFL quarterback who competed in the American handball in Alaska. <laughs> with the, uh, and against his brother Eric and lost the 2008 tournament to him. Okay. Here's Charles, this one. Charlie Powell had a boxing career in 1962. Played for the St. Louis Browns in the MLB and was offered a tryout by the Harlem Globetrotters but declined it. Terrell Pryor, former basketball star at – or former uh, Ohio State football star was also – he wanted to play uh, basketball, basketball, but but, did, but Tress- a cheat Tressel, cheaty Jim Tressel. Antoine Randall was drafted by the Chicago Cubs and played yeah, and, basketball at Indiana. And um, that's he's the one he did an interview and he says he regrets not saying no to the Cubs because he's had concussions and shit. Mm-hmm. And he goes, oh, if I would have played baseball, I probably wouldn't have had those concussions. Right. Ed Reed was a member of the Miami track team at one point, Big East champion in the javelin. Denard Robinson ran track at 
at Michigan also played football. Deion Sanders spent nine years in Major League Baseball, the only person to play both in a Super Bowl and a World Series while also running track. Tony Scheffler played football and baseball at Western Mish. Uh, let's see. Robert Smith played football and track at Ohio State. Okay, let's let's try to do let's do three more names yes. that we've heard. Michael uh, Vick was drafted by the Colorado Rockies in 2000. Yeah, draft. he took his dog, uh, gave him a Rocky high. Uh, Heinz Ward, former Pittsburgh Steelers receiver, was training in Kona for uh, training for Kona Ironman. And then let's go up. Let's find two more players. No down, sorry. Yeah, okay. Two more players that we know. Ricky Williams. Played four years of minor league baseball in the Philadelphia Phillies. And, of course, the one we always hear about, Russell Wilson, currently a quarterback for the Seattle Seahawks, was drafted with the 75th pick of the 2012 NFL Draft in college. He had been a football quarterback and a baseball infielder at North Carolina State after graduating early from NC State. He took advantage of the NCAA rule, allowing graduate transfers, and played one season as quarterback for Wisconsin. In baseball, Wilson was drafted by the Colorado Rockies. And uh, and played once oh, and and in 2010 draft with the 140th pick of the Colorado Rockies and was also drafted by the Texas Rangers in 2013 the Rule Five draft and he did play a spring training with yes. the Texas Rangers. The shortstop or second baseman. Cameron Wimbley, defensive end from Tennessee Titans, competed in American Ninja Warrior season four. Rod Woodson, pro football Hall of Famer, defensive back. And former safety and professional boxer, and we're going to stop there, there because that's a lot of names. Now, um, let's talk about, let's get this before we go into our break. In my opinion, you can agree with this. The, foot, the success rate in baseball when it comes to a draft, would you say is higher than football? Yes. Because in baseball, you have the minor leagues, football, you don't. Um... You know what I mean? I mean, right. do you think how much of it do you think has to do with the fact that football doesn't have minor leagues? Football can cut players, but you know, I mean, look at the Bears right now. Bears right. got nine tight ends. How right. the hell are they going to deal with that? Right, exactly. They need a minor league system. Uh, before we go into our break, we actually actually have yeah. some more NFL news. Sorry, yeah. Um, the NFL has decided that they are going to get rid of the Pro Bowl draft. Yes, and we're going back to the NFC versus AFC. Yes, which I like that deal, and the Pro Bowl is announcing a multi-year deal to move the all-star events to Orlando instead of yes. um, being in Hawaii. Which is better than them going to Sydney. I'll start yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, we still don't know about the Raiders with Vegas. Um, I love how everyone's getting with the program, but not NFL. That's because it's Roger fucking Goodell. Um, Orlando has never hosted a Pro Bowl, but the way it sounds is it's going to be at that... Um, Romania is going to be held? Yes, the Citrus Bowl. Okay. Um, there's a couple of baseball ones, but we really we kind of missed out Well, I want to say baseball, softball is going to be recommended for the 2012 Olympics. Uh, Marlon Berg was suspended 162 games for a second PD. Um, Barry Bonds said he acted like a dumbass during playing days. No, no shit. shit. Um, the Padres chairman. Okay, I want to get into this. I want to write on this. Oh, God, here we go. The San Diego Padres chairman came out, and I believe it was either in an interview or I don't know if he came out on social media, but he basically called his team a miserable, and he called his team miserable failures. Um, well, no shit. Uh, you went, you go one and seven on a road trip. Yes. Uh, you probably you got one of the worst records in baseball right yes. now. Yes. Um, you really don't have an all star on your team except for maybe Will uh, Venable. Right. Um, what do you have as your pitching staff? Because 
Well, no, they got last. I know they got cash now. And after that, I don't think they got it because they got rid of shields. Right. <laughs> what do they have? The, yeah, and I, I don't want to propose this question to you. The way their attendance is, and I know they just built Petco Park. Not what? Five years ago? Four or five years ago? Petco Park? Maybe even eight. Maybe or eight or nine. Do you say to the Oakland A's? Okay. I know San Diego and Oakland is not that far of a distance from each other. Since Oakland wants to get out of their contract with O.C.O. Coliseum, want to go to San Jose? Would you want to go to San Diego and play at Petco Park? And okay, now what would the Padres do? Either you figure out a way to either share share a stadium, or they. I don't think you can get rid of the team. Could no, you? Yeah, no. No, unless you want to add Vegas, Quebec, and or Montreal, and then uh, Portland. So then or, we'd have three expansion teams getting rid of the Athletic or the mm-hmm. Padres. So an expansion team would take place of an expansion team. Right. Like what San Diego was an right. expansion team. I mean, you could do that. I don't know why. I think the San Diego State University Stadium is bigger. Because big. I don't think their attendance is that great. And I think if Oakland were to move to San Diego, because that would that would solve their stadium problems. They wouldn't have to build a new one. They just moved to San Diego. No, they probably would rather. I mean, they wouldn't be in San Jose, but they got a stadium already built. Right. And it'd be the San Diego Athletics. Right. I don't see people unless you crying. Want to, unless you want to build one for the Padres and move them to San Jose. I think my problem is I think they suck. Yeah. That's what it is. And I don't because, know if it's a matter of they're trying to be the Cubs and try to rebuild, or if they just plain fucking suck. Do, and I think they plain fucking suck. Because do you get the revenue? Because think about it. you got the Raiders and the A's sharing the same stadium. You know, this is what I would propose. The Chargers, the Chargers want to get a new stadium, right? Yeah. Why not have the San Diego guy call the Chargers owner and say, can we get figure out a way to get a baseball stadium in that stadium? Or like next door to it? No, in that stadium. And be the, the, the be, be like what the Raiders were. Oh. Just share. Yeah. Because you're getting a new stadium. You don't have to worry about the hassle. God forbid it's a stadium. They're still building the stadium. You've got Petco Park. Right. And then the next year, season ends. You leave Petco Park, and you can do whatever the fuck. And that's you can destroy Oakland. Petco Park. You can, uh, you can either move Oakland to Petco right. Park, or you can destroy Petco Park. We got the Chargers and the Padres, like how it used to be, mm-hmm. sharing. So they used to do it at Qualcomm. Yeah. They used to share the stadium. Do it like that. I like that idea. Yes. Because, I mean, do it like that. And then that way it's not that big of a deal. But the Padres suck. Yeah, they do. They do. They really do suck. I mean, they're, they're like I said, they're the worst team in baseball. Um, It's just, it's. Well, them, the Braves, the White Sox. And, and it, what's scary about it is a lot of these teams, and Jed Warrior brought this up, a lot of these teams. Mm-hmm. Fucking are trying to be the Cubs. Right. But here's the problem. They don't have the people that the Cubs have. Right. Now, you text me this. I want to get into this, too. It's about, because we're still on the baseball thing, about the about Montreal uh, with um, Seeley. About how three years, uh, one of three years, they had a chance to possibly clinch wild card. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, Bud Seeley pretty much, uh, a lot of people say that before Montreal left, the reason why they left was because Bud Selig wanted to get at, didn't want to have a fran- two franchises in Canada. Right. And that, um, can you read what I said? Yes. Um, so my mind went blank. They don't want to one, of, had, one of three years, they had a chance to possibly clinch wildcard, but Selig handpicked who made 40-man roster during September. Yes. 
So, um, like, they, you get a top prospect that's really hitting good, mm-hmm. there's, there's probably a good chance that you didn't get brought up. Right. But they had, like, is this when they still had, like, Marquis Grissom? No, probably. this is, like, no. No, this is, like, uh, 2003. Cause okay. I think the Nationals' first year is 06, 07. Um, is, is C-League also denied their sale to at least owners, two owners who were willing to keep them in Montreal? Yes, this is true. Um, now, do you remember who the two owners were? No, just that they were they, they were willing to keep them in Canada, so preferably they're probably two guys from Canada. Okay. And then another one was he had something to do with the off-season salary cap. Well, yeah, like uh, San Diego or like Montreal wanted to add to the free agency, mm-hmm. and like, he was fucking with their, uh, how much money they had. So pretty much he was, pretty much what I'm saying, getting the moral right. of the story is he was trying to, whatever ways he could get a team out of Montreal, mm-hmm. he was doing it. Because, like I said, two owners wanted to move them to Mon- keep them in Montreal. Nope. They wanted to get into the playoffs. So you get in the playoffs, guess who gets the revenue? Right. Because that's how it is. If you're a one-and-done team, you get revenue. Guess right. what? Exactly. That didn't happen. Exactly. And then they wanted to get, have a winning team to get more revenue, so you get you sign off-season ballplayers. Mm-hmm. Guess what? They couldn't. Right. That's pretty much what, that's, yeah, what I said about season. Have we talked about NFL yet? No, no, not really. Okay, we'll get into – we're going to take our quick commercial break. We'll come back. We'll get into NFL. Which more NFL. Much. More NFL? We did NFL? Okay. Well, I totally... Well, only thing I'll say the NFL is, is uh, Jim McMahon's trying to get marijuana off the ban list. Okay. Um, pretty much because, you know, it helps ease pain and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And maybe it could help people get suffer concussions and shit. So pretty much, like, if you get caught with uh, marijuana, you won't get suspended. Okay. Um... And apparently the Falcons are demanding $200 million for their brand new stadium they just built to make changes to it. Tough shit. Tough shit. <laughs> <laughs> Tough shit. Uh, so I don't know how far that's going to go. Um, I Hopefully they can figure something out. Uh, when we come back, um, I haven't heard anything about the Jake Long thing. I know the Bears are going to work them out, but I don't know if they... I know Bears, oh, Bears sign all their draft picks. Yeah, I don't know if anyone else has, but the Bears have. Yes. Um. So that in mind, we're gonna take a. We've been. I've been saying this for a while, but it keeps going on to more shit that I keep finding. I'm about to break his finger. <laughs> it's gonna have to. Um. We'll come back from our commercial break. We'll get into. Um, we got. We got a punk. We got a money in the bank. We, we got, got a punk, punk story. Punk we got news. a Lesnar story. We got Ray's story, and then we got our main topic. Yes, the concept. And then we will be out of here. So come back, listen to the listen to the different podcasts that you can listen to in our commercials and the, all those happy people. And we'll be back when we get back. Probably five minutes. Once you're done listening to this podcast, go ahead to cycloud.com slash shellstrikeconfit network. Check out the Mothership Show, Shell Pod. We talk about Ring of Honor, TNA, WWE, NXT, New Japan, and many more. We're a topical podcast that discusses things such as classic pay-per-views, tournaments, top lists, favorite lists, and just simple wrestling discussions. So please go on over to soundcloud.com slash network. Give us a download. We'll see you there. Hey, MSR. Hey, what's up? Hey, uh, do you like geeky things? I love Geeky Things, Chunky Larry. How much do you love Geeky Things? I would say at least a seven. A seven? That's yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. That's a lot. Do you know where you can get Geeky Things? 
Um, I mean, I, I have a few places on the internet I go to. Um, well, the one place you want to go on the internet is geeksoftheindustry.com. Because it's got geeks at the beginning. Oh, that, that that's a good point. Geeksoftheindustry.com, you say. What is that What is that about? What is that? Well, you know, it's got a little bit of everything. It's got cartoons, movies, music, video games, wrestling. You know, anything that's geeky that you're into, you'll probably be able to find at geeksoftheindustry.com. I can watch all of those things? No, no, no. It's a podcast website. You listen to things. Oh. You can download them from the website, or you can, you know, subscribe to one of the shows on Stitcher or iTunes. What was that website again? That's geeksoftheindustry.com, my good friend. I'm going to go right now. Yeah, sorry, my brother. You've got to get your own. G'day, it's Josh Armour from Wrestle Radio Australia. Join us every week on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio and FNX.network for interviews with great Aussie pro wrestlers like Triple A's Australian Suicide. I'm just really happy doing what I'm doing at the moment. Adam Brooks. Becoming the RCW champion, that, that really meant a lot. And great names from the States. Hey, this is the king of the mountain, Jeff Jarrett. Plus, more than 20 interviews on our YouTube channel. This is Brian Alvarez. This is Scrap Daddy himself, Scrap Brian Adam Pierce. A proud member of the FNX Network. It's Wrestle Radio Australia. Hello, I'm Glenn Schneider, the host of Talking About, which you can hear right here on GeeksOfTheIndustry.com. I guess this isn't a cheap pop kind of crowd. Well, back to work. Like what you're hearing? Be sure to give us a donation at patreon.com slash network. We'll be sure to give you a shout out as soon as we receive the donation. That's patreon.com slash network. Once again, patreon.com slash network. That's patreon.com slash network. Thank you very much for the support. Hopefully you enjoyed listening to you our do. lovely sponsors in the we don't blame you. commercial we don't break. Listen to our first off-the-head topic that we're going to talk about is <gasps> MMA, a.k.a. UFC 200, which is July 9th. Uh, holy shit, I'm looking forward to this. Um, so it was, it, was, it was reported as a rumor of Brock Lesnar coming back to UFC to fight one more fight. A certain producer of ours said, that ain't going to happen. No, WWE's no, not going to let it happen. Well, then all of a sudden the next day, guess what? We find out, yeah, it's going to happen. Yes. Brock Lesnar is back in the UFC, so someone got to eat their top hat. Not going to say boo. And we now, right now know his opponent, and it's Mark, former Pride fighter, current UFC fighter, Mark 
Now did now did he I know he fought in Pride, but did he also fight in Bellator? No, I don't know if him in Pride in UFC. Okay. And I know it's gonna be Bullock Shoe Ugly. Oh yeah. Now would you like to talk about who the contestants were in the running to face Lesnar? Um Shane Carwin. Well we'll talk about the two the two that I are bit, in my opinion are a big big deal. Shane Carwin, which in the first fight, Shane Carwin knocked Rocked, excuse me, rocked, rocked Lesnar in the first round, and Lesnar came back and beat him. And then the second one is former NJPW wrestler, NJPW commentator, uh, Josh Barnett. Right. That would have been a very uh, wrestling-like match. But this one's going to be a slugfest. It's not going to be pretty. Not for the fan of hearts. It's going to be bold ugly. Yes. Lesnar and uh, Hunt. Hunt. Yes. I'm, I don't want to miss say that. Lose our women viewers, listeners. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Viewer listeners. I'm sure we will. This card sounds stacked, though, from what it sounds like. Um, let's see if I can find the card here. Go ahead and continue on your Lesnar. Oh, I just, all I know is just, I, I mean, if Brock Lesnar wins, this yes. really makes WB look good. If Brock Lesnar loses, it doesn't look make WB look like shit, but it makes make WB look stupid if they try to push Brock Lesnar in a main event role again. Because we know he can be beat. Right, exactly. Um, the 200 card is out. And do you just want me to sell the main card, or would you like me to not? Sell the main the card, because those are the main matches that... Okay, that will be shown. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, on the main card, you have TJ Dillashaw taking on Raphael Asasakayo. Asasakayo! Um, Travis Brown taking on Cain Velasquez. Lesnar versus Hunt. Title fight, Misha Tate taking on Amanda Nunez. Title fight, Josie Aldo taking on Frankie Edgar. And title fight, the fight everybody's looking forward to and been looking forward to, John Bone Jones, Daniel Cormier, part two. I mean, I know it's the 200 car, but that sounds fucking stacked. This, oh, um, uh, this, this thing is going to be fucking... We also... Same about a day or two after we heard that we have a UFC return. Our GSP George St Pierre will be coming back. Um, yes. We don't know when. Don't know who. But we don't know who. But it is for sure that uh oh we got into that we we got oh we did we, we, yeah we, okay me and Greg got into that on the okay tripod. okay but um yeah we um yeah we got into that so okay um but yeah, yeah so this, we know George GSP is coming back and this, you said. We know we now know who Punk's gonna face. Yes, it's gonna be at UFC 203, and it's gonna be against Mickey Gall. And he's gonna finally make his UFC debut. It's gonna be on September 10th in Cleveland. The former WWE superstar announced Thursday on the UFC Unfiltered podcast. Punk was signed by the UFC in December 2014. Uh, he got cleared finally by his doctors. This this report came out today, June 23rd. Uh, he got cleared by his doctor yesterday morning and been cheating a little bit on the rule anyways for the past months. It's nice to be healthy, Punk said. Gull earned the right to face Punk, whose real name is Phil Brooks, by submitting <gasps> Mike Jackson in early February. I think there's a lot of suspect people out there with their opinions and that they're going to throw a can at me or whatever. They really haven't. They, they really haven't. Body weight. Height, reach, everything. I think we're almost identical. Experience goes to him. 
He's fought in the Octagon and other places, and I have it. He's a nice guy. I talked to him very briefly at his debut, and I feel I felt bad that I had to had this setback, and he's been on the sidelines waiting. I think he's a tough kid, but also his fights have been pretty short, so you don't really get to see all of his skills. I kind of look at not so much the guy, but uh, but who they train with. And he trains at the great camp in New Jersey, the Miller Brothers. I've got nothing but respect for those guys. Punk and Gall's welterweight clash will add even more intrigue to an already stacked UFC 203 card. Hometown hero Stipe Miocic will defend his UFC heavyweight belt. I beg your pardon. He will... Oh, oh. He will defend his UFC heavyweight belt for the first time against Alistair Overeem and former heavyweight champion Fabricio Wordham is set to battle Ben Rothwell. So we've already got four. So 203 sounds about as stacked as 200. And then we have uh, Rousey maybe coming back, but it won't be until they have their first fight in uh, MSG in New York because finally we get UFC... The ban has been lifted. We finally get UFC in New York from what we've been waiting for. New York's, yeah. Holy shit. UFC and MSG. Yes, holy shit. Yeah, you know me. No, I don't know you, but anyway. Um, I knew her! Um, uh, uh, so that's it for UFC. Mm-hmm. Uh, there really isn't much. 200 is July 9th and, and Las Vegas Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. Uh, too bad it's not a Caesar's Palace. Um, but this is gonna be an awesome card. I I wish I wish I could find I wish I could find a way to watch this this fight because holy shit, it'd be amazing to see the fight. But we'll see what happens. Um, amazing match. Um, I don't know what else. What do you want to get? Um. WWE News, um, mm-hmm. it, Wrestling Observer says it's damn true Kurt Angle is not coming back to WWE. Uh, originally, WWE contacted uh, 10 uh, originals, WWE originals. Um, Kurt Angle was one of them. Uh, Rey Mysterio um, and a bunch of other guys. Um, apparently, the way it sounds is Kurt Angle is... Not coming back to the to WWE. It just says, amid speculation that many former WWE stars have been approached with returning to the company due to the upcoming brain split, the possibility that for agent Kurt Angle could be one of these talents. Got some fans excited, which, yes, I was. Unfortunately for those fans, that, that will be unrealized dreams as WWE officials confirmed Thursday that Angle is not returning to the company. I think that's a bunch of worship. Um... He finished up TNA contract in March, has been working select indie dates with recent matches against the likes of Rey Mysterio Jr. and Zack Sabre Jr. Angle's WWE contract ended back in 06. Um, yeah, this this actually came as a shocker. I don't know if this I don't know how much of it's true that he's not coming back, but Dave Meltzer is reporting this, so I'm gonna take this. But one. I want to say WWE 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 also WWE. said WWE. Also is reporting it, so... Well, no, but I was going to say, it's funny, WWE, well, of course they're going to fucking say that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But then again, we don't know. Um, uh, so, of course, we mentioned that SmackDown goes live July... Yes, and we find out July 19th is the, the draft. draft. 
the draft. It's like, I mean, two nights, it's going to be a one night thing. Uh-huh. Um, uh, we I had... said the reason why they're doing that is to get people uh, to watch the first episode of SmackDown. So, the SmackDown. so we had Money in the Bank this past weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, let's let's not talk about kickoff. Golden let's... Truth beat Brizongo, and the Lucha Dragons beat the Dudleys. So let's talk about the card itself. It's... So match one, we had Enzo and Cass versus Gallows and Anderson versus the Bar Villains versus the New Day for the WWE World Tag Team Championships. Holy shit! Awesome match. It was a very good match. A hell of a way to kick it off. Very hell of a way to kick it off. Um, they come out basically saying, uh. I believe New Day was out in the ring first. Uh, Enzo and Cass came out. Enzo and Cass started doing their cut their promo like they usually do. And then all of a sudden, Luke Gallows and Anderson come out. Um, this match, holy shit, back and forth. Um, yes. Beautiful um, dives by all the competitors. There was a couple spots where it's like, ugh, Big E could have got hurt. Um, there was a vicious kick by Gallows that fucking caught uh Xavier Woods in the head. Yeah. Yeah, that was a vicious kick. You, I mean, you heard it, but the camera didn't catch it. It was one of those that the camera missed again. Um, but anyways, uh, your winners and still WWE Tag Team Champions, The New Day. Uh-huh. Match number two, Corbin versus Ziggler. Yeah. We shot Corbin one, honestly. No. Yeah, end of days, one, two, three. Charlotte and Dana Brooke versus Natalia and Becky uh, Lynch. I knew this was... I knew... Charlotte and Dana weren't going to fucking lose. And they won, but then Natalia fucking turned on Becky. Sheamus versus Apollo Crews. Damn um, good match. It was very, probably one of the best Sheamus matches I've seen that I can think of in a while. Yes. Um, at one point, didn't Sheamus do the, uh, the fucking um, backbreaker? He did the Irish curse backbreaker off the ape, apron yeah. of the ring onto the floor, yes. But in the end, Apollo Crews got the victory. And like I said, that's probably one of the best Sheamus matches I agree that with I've that seen one. in a while. The match that we've waited 15 years for. John Cena versus AJ Styles. Yes. Oh, my God. <sighs> match I, I, I think they're going to have a second. they got to have a second. Maybe I actually put this in. as I actually got it on my next page as match of the year candidate. Because, yeah. holy shit, this match was fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. I mean, at one point, John Cena and Cena, or Cena and Cena, Cena and Styles were freaking just laying in the ring, like, just recuperating and the fucking fans are chanting this is awesome i mean they didn't even they they told a great story um i like the idea of what they want to plan for at battleground for these two um just to blow out blow it off as a one not not really a blow off but to get away from the one-on-one match to keep that until SummerSlam. um but this match freaking by far one of the best matches of the night until later on but your winner uh, John Cena uh, is down, or John Cena's going for the AA, accidentally kicks the referee, mm-hmm. of course. Uh, Bullet Club comes out, does the Magic Killer, and AJ Styles gets the 1 2 3, and JBL is losing his we mind. Didn't, we, didn't, we didn't talk about it. We didn't talk about this. Um, Freaking, um, uh, what was it? Uh, Styles hit him in the clash, and Cena kicked out. Yeah, Styles. Barely, but he yeah. kicked out. Styles kicked out, or Styles kicked out of the AA, and Cena couldn't do the five knuckle shuffle because I guess something happened to his leg. His leg was fucked up. He couldn't like run the ropes to do the five knuckle shuffle, so he just basically held up the hand for the five knuckle shuffle and just dropped the five knuckle shuffle. Um. Okay. Money in the bank. Ambrose versus Cesaro versus Del Rio versus Owens versus Zayn versus Jericho. Holy shit. Spots galore. 
Yeah, uh, this match was probably another one of those matches. It was fucking awesome match. Um, there was a spot where freaking um, they're all freaking climbing up the ladder. All six competitors, and each side's got a bridge ladder. Um, Owens falls in between and gets stuck in between the ladder. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jericho, uh, I believe, did got a backbreaker off one of the rungs of the ladder from Del Rio. Yeah. There's a Michinoku driver spot. Yeah, the Michinoku spot, which I thought freaking Owens was dead because just the way he was laying there on the freaking ladder. That was amazing. Uh, there was a spot, I guess Del Rio got hurt, but there was a spot. Oh, he got hurt all right. Yeah, this, <laughs> this spot, I think, could have freaking. Oh, God. It was so bad. Freaking Del Rio was on the ladder. I believe it was Owens, like, pushed him off. Mm-hmm. And freaking, like, he landed, like, horribly wrong. Like, his neck probably. He probably got whiplash. Thank God it wasn't nothing more. Um, uh, what was another spot? Um, well, but anyway, but anyway, and Ambrose gets the briefcase. Yes, Ambrose wins. Holy shit! Um, next match, U.S. title: Rusev versus Titus. Yeah, Rusev won as a shocker. And if that, if the wrestling observer is true, my plans for SummerSlam with Rusev will not be happening. Angle. Oh, Remember that one we pitched at the Salvation yeah. Army. Sad, but then again, like I said, of course, WWE's gonna say we were talking to him. Well, they came out and said they were talking to him. I guess it's just not gonna happen, but we'll see. But anyway, main event time Rollins, Rollins versus, versus Reigns. Reigns, not bad. Be I actually think this match was better than um, I wouldn't say the Mania match because it was Lesnar and Reigns, but this match I'd have to say was by far probably the best Reigns match I've seen in a while. Okay. I don't know if it's because it was Rollins, but, I mean, yeah, it's the Styles. I mean, a lot of people say, oh, Styles and Reigns was a good match. Yeah, that was a good match, but this match, freaking, oh, shit, freaking amazing. Freaking, at one point, Reigns goes for the spear, Rollins catches him with a pedigree. Mm-hmm. Um, freaking picks him up, pedigrees him again, gets the one, two, three, winner, new World Heavyweight Champion. Rollins. Rollins is celebrating all of a sudden. Rollins is looking towards the entrance ring. All of a sudden, Michael Cole, oh my god, guys, look, look. Freaking Ambrose apparently came out of the crowd. Freaking hit Rollins with the briefcase. Freaking walks over to Kyoto. Kyoto. And freaking says, I'm cashing this bitch in. Cashes it in. He's like, and. Rollins gets up. He's like, I'm not, like, he's all dazed. Like, he's all, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And Kyoto rings the bell. Dirty Deeds. One, two, three. Winner and new world heavyweight champion. We found out. Dean Ambrose. Why? Why? Tuesday. Tuesday. Roman breaking news. Roman Reigns suspended on for failing a drug test. Wellness, he failed wellness, wellness test. policy test. Yes. Now, it's his first suspension, so, of course, it's only 30, 30 days. days. But... How goddamn dumb of a motherfucker is this guy? Is Roman Reigns? He didn't take the. He didn't take the. the what was it? How did Greg put it? He's what? He take a good drug. He, he didn't take, take a bad, bad drug. drug. He, he took take the, the drug. drug. Yes. What, um, what, 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 what? What? Okay. Yeah, I don't care. But anyway, uh, yeah, that that came as a shock to me because I was like, uh, he got suspended, really, and apparently WWE knew about this. Going they were going to be hush-hush, hush, but yeah. then somebody broke the story. 
So it's not just so uh, less hush hush. They had to re they they had to open it up. Yes. But uh, you're a dumbass, Roman Reigns. Yes. You're, you're I the agree. top guy as of right now. You fucked it up. I agree. So I mean. I agree. He fucked it up, but he lost the title. Apparently, the, at the beginning, before this leaked out, this, that was going to be his only punishment. Just yeah, they, were, the they weren't going to suspend him. Oh, you lose the title, so then he probably would have gotten it back at Battleground. Yeah. And who's to say? He, 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 I would hope that Ambrose would have it for a while. Maybe until SummerSlam? I don't know. They might. They still... I'm, I, I know Cena and Reigns are going to go at it at some point for the title. Right. Because you have a chance to have Cena break two records. You have to break the U.S. one and then break the fucking... Uh, uh, Cesaro, uh, break the uh, heavyweight title. Right. So uh, that being said, uh, any other wrestling stories? I don't think so. Um, not really. Just um, oh um, what the hell is his name? I can't. I'm trying to think of his name off the head. From Ring of Honor, uh, Roderick Strong is. Left the company. Really? Um, um. Any news on where he plans on going? No, but where does every Ring of Honor star want to go? I don't know. I don't know where he will go. Nappy pool? Huh? Go look for nappy pool? Um. I think I got this story. I texted to I texted to our producer. Um. It's um. Breaking news, Ro- Roderick Strong is leaving Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor Wrestling has just announced that Roderick Strong will be leaving the company, and this weekend marks the end of his nearly 13-year tenure. Strong is leaving Ring of Honor to pursue other opportunities after cel- Saturday's television taping in Concord, North Carolina. Okay, go ahead. Um, so, apparently, I, I'm thinking WWE. I think yeah, he'd be. I, th- I think he'd be amazing. In NXT, um, oh shit, where does everybody want to go? NXT, WWE, mm-hmm. NXT is the hottest thing right now. Okay. Yep, I agree. So, um, that being said, ladies and gentlemen, let's not, let's let's keep let's, let's keep the audience from starving. They wanted it. We're gonna give it to them. No. WWE, not Jello. Two K. Jello pudding pops. WWE, Two K concept for twenty seventeen. Did I say that loud? I didn't mean to turn seven. Pain! Pain! Okay, so. James, I don't, you might have done this a little bit different than how we did it last year. So. How do you do this? I actually just. I did it a little differently because I kind of was. You I, know what? Um, I, you I, like, did, I did matches. I did showcase. I did wrestlers in the game. I did my DLC packs. Um, I did managers in the game, and I did DLC managers. Um, maybe change it up for time purposes and whatnot. You want to just read yours and I'll read mine. Okay. So yeah, take a turn. Yeah. You, just, you read all yours. And, yeah. Okay. Because like I, I, and I'm not, like I said, um, I was able to prepare for this in November. I prepared for it, but I things shit started happening. Yeah. But I had just pretty much done. Half of this was done in November for me. So like the night where we're the night where we're gonna try to redo the right. the night that we tried recording a. Uh, Ten, the Tenru episode mm-hmm. before we started recording, I'd half of this done. Right. Yeah, I wish I would have freaking, but of course shit happens. Right. Anyway, my 2K18 concept matches. I have 
that I would like to see in the game. That won't be on 17 because they just happened this year. But I would like to see the Asylum match. Okay. I like the idea of the Lethal Lockdown. It's basically Lethal Lockdown. Um, I like the idea. Um, and the fact that you can put anybody in it. And you can have it at any arena. You know. Fatal 4-Way Dance. A 4-Way Dance. Basically like your tornado tag, but different. Okay. Um, I know I don't think they've ever done a 4-Way Dance in a, in a video game. No, because you can... Turn. Like a four-team four dance? Um, it's just a four-way dance. I think you can put the elimination on, but yeah, you can put it. It's a fatal four, but I think you can put the elimination on, but okay. Yeah. That, that's a regular... Okay, yeah. yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. I like the... Uh, see, I, I know we got these... I know we got the ladder match for the uh, Money in the Bank. I like the idea of a Feast of Fire. Okay. Um, I like how TNA does it, where you get four briefcases in each... One in each corner. Um... One has a contract for the world title, one has a contract for the IC, one for the US, and the other one is your fire. Okay. I know TNA does it with one is with the tag team titles, but I want right. to do it with the tag team titles. I would do heavyweight, IC, US, right. and a fire briefcase. Okay. Um a women's ladder a women's money in the bank ladder match. Okay. Um I like I somebody actually pitched the idea, I believe it was um that not Sam. Yeah. You pitch the idea. I actually like the idea of uh, why couldn't they have one? Right. Um, they've had one for the U.S. They've had one for the IC the last couple of years at Mania. Um, why not have one at Mania for the women's? Okay. Or just uh, if it, so even for if a woman's title, title or a woman's money in the bank. Yes. Okay. Either either one. The Dusty Classic tag. Okay. Um, that won't be the first time you hear this. Won't be the first time. And then the Cruiserweight Challenge. Okay. Cruiserweight Classic. Um, I know it's not gonna be in this year's, but I have like a basically where it's like the King of the Ring tournament because I don't think seventeen or sixteen had the King of the Ring tournament. Or yeah, no, it didn't. I don't think it did. Um, I think I set say, it up for it, didn't. I would say bring it back in two K and two K eighteen the King of the Ring. I like the King of the Ring. Um, showcase. I'd have Jacqueline's career, and as unlockables you get Mark Merrill. Okay. Uh, you get the classic women's belt. You get and you get three attires. Okay. Um. Now as for who she'd wrestle, I'm not sure who you could put. Well, like you what? said, you just it's unlockable. So it's unlockable. When we talk about this, it's the unlockable. Yes. A gold dust showcase. Okay. You get the artist formerly known as Gold Dust. Okay. You get Terry Reynolds, okay. and you get two different attires. So you get um like the artist formerly known as, and then you get a the Darth Maul. Okay. Gold dust. Okay. Wrestlers in the game, of course, you got your originals. You got Rollins, Carmella, Reigns, Dana Brooke, Cena, Emma, Styles, Paige, Dario, The Rock, Kalisto, Sin Cara, Enzo and Cass, Ciampa, Nakamura, um, the one that's going to be in 17, but I think he'll be on the roster next year, Goldberg, yeah. Sting, Gargano, Guns and Gallows, and Austin Aries. Now, as for my DLCs. You get the Cruiserweight pack, which you get Zack Sabre Jr., Rich Swan, Davari, and Tajiri. Okay. Um, it's the only DLC I could think of at the time. Yeah. Uh, you get a Legends pack. You get Slaughter, 90s, the 90s Rock, okay. Owen Hart, Mick Foley, Kai and Tai, and Yokozuna. Okay. Now, there's a reason why I put Yoko, or Kai and Tai as a DLC. For managers, you get 
Bob Ackland. Now these are already in the game. Bob Ackland. Right. Heyman. Okay. Lana. Yeah. Rick Flair, you can play him as either as Right, it's the Vince McMahon thing. You got the Vietnam. Yeah, okay. Paul Bear. Okay. Miss Elizabeth. Okay. Sherry. Sensational Sherry. Mm-hmm. Bobby Heenan. Yeah. And Paul Heyman. Okay. DLC managers. Grand Wizard. Okay. Mr. Fuji. Okay. This was he could come out with Yoko. And then Mr. Yamaguchi. Kind of. Okay. Um like I said, I this wasn't as good as my last um last one. Right. Because uh, I had a lot of shit going on. But I tried my best. I did what I could. Um, Donald, okay. your, your showcase. So, my legends that will come in the game for 2K. 17, 18, 17, 18, 18, 17, I don't know. One man gang, which yes. is you get one man gang and you get Akeem, uh-huh. Stan Hansen, Tatanka, mm-hmm. the Boogeyman, Superstar Billy Graham. I know that's a shocker for me. I put him in there. Tatsumi Fujinami. Junichiro Tenru. Harley, Harley Race. The Human Suplex Machine Taz. Mm-hmm. Shane Douglas. The five downloadable legends. Doink the Clown. Al Snow. Tommy Dreamer. Buff Bagwell. And Ultimo Dragon. Mm-hmm. Managers in the game. And I forgot to do DLC managers. But managers in the game. That I would add new to. Slick. Gary Hart. NWO Bischoff. Holly Dangerously, Captain Wabana. DLCs. AWA Pack, Vern Gagne, Nick Bockwinkle, The Crusher, The Bruiser, and Baron Von Raschke. The Invasion Pack, Rhino, DDP, Landstorm, and Tess. And the Shooters, Steve Regal, Dan Severin, Dave Taylor, Ken Shamrock, and Steve Dr. Jeff Williams. Yes. I like that. NXT. So who will be representing this game in NXT? Samoa Joe, Paul Cruz, Ty Dillinger, Blake, Murphy, Jordan, Gable, Dawson, Wilder, Asuka, Dana Brooke, Bailey, Nia Jax, Carmella, Jushin Thunder Liger, and because I didn't know they were going to fire Solomon Crow, I added this one, Shinsuke Nakamura. Otherwise, this would have been Solomon, Solomon Crow. Crow. Showcases King versus King, Brett the Hitman Heart versus Jerry the King Wall. 93 King of the Ring, Razor Ramon, mm-hmm. Mr. Perfect, Bam Bam Bigelow, Raw Manhattan Center, Wrestling Challenge, Owen Hart, Jerry Lawler, Bruce Hart, Keith Hart, Shawn Michaels. I did that about Bruce. I did that Bruce. Red Knight, Blue Knight, and it's either green or black, but it's the Knight, pretty much yeah, in that 93 match. Yes. I like that idea. Survivor Series 93, mm-hmm. 94 to 96 Raw. Royal Rumble 94, the Quebecers, mm-hmm. WrestleMania 10, mm-hmm. Made in America Lex Luger, Yokozuna, mm-hmm. 123Kid, Bob Backlund, Survivor Series 94, WrestleMania 11, Roddy Piper, In Your House, Hakushi, Sinja as a manager, mm-hmm. and King of the Ring 95. Okay. Sting versus Hogan. Okay. Surfer Sting. This is what you get. Surfer Sting. Mm-hmm. WWE Saturday Night, mm-hmm. Nasty Boys, Bash the Beach 96, mm-hmm. Sting face Randy Savage, so it was like a team battle, so mm-hmm. Randy Savage painted his face like Sting, so the Scorpion mm-hmm. whatnot. Sting face Luger, mm-hmm. Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and MD- MGM Disney Nitro. Yes. Arn Anderson, um, 
Darn Anderson, um, Hogwild, Fall Brawl, Hollywood Hogan, Fake Sting, World War 396, Super Brawl 97, Uncensored 97, and then Starcade 97. So you get Hollywood Hogan, mm-hmm. and, then you get, and pretty much you get Crow, and I didn't mention this, you get, oh, I'm sorry, you get Crow Sting. Right. Because my mind kind of went blank. Right. Rowdy, when Rowdy was cool, before, when it was cool. The Roddy Piper Showcase. Yes. For backstage areas, you get Piper's Pet. Yes. MSG, Paul Orndorff, WrestleMania 1, Saturday Night's Main Event, WrestleMania 2. I didn't rent, I had him, but then I didn't know this shit was going to get serious, so then I crossed the name out. Right. So Mr. T, Flower Shop, because Adrian Adonis, Don Morocco, Bob Orton, Mania 3, Adrian Adonis, Jimmy Hart, Mania 6, Bad News Brown, Mm-hmm. Mania, Mania eight. Mm-hmm. So you get because you know the match with him and Bret right. Hart. Mania twelve as an option for a match. Backlot brawl and the and gold dust. Ninety six gold dust. The backlot brawl. Yes. You know, so WrestleMania twelve. Oh, so I was gonna say not the uh, Joker invitation. Oh, you'll be here. Oh, I yes. think you will be. The mega powers explode. Hulk Hogan, red and yellow Hulk Hogan, Andre the Giant, Ted DiBiase, Virgil. Mania 4, Randy Savage, Butch Reed, Greg Valentine, SummerSlam 98, Survivor Series, excuse me, SummerSlam 88, Survivor Series 88, Coco Beware, Double Jim, Hercules Hernandez, Haku, Big Boss Man, Mania 5, and as for manager, Miss Elizabeth. Okay. And those are my showcases. Nice. I like that. Matches. One-on-one matches. You get casket match, mm-hmm. scaffold match. Ambulance match, mm-hmm. buried alive, mm-hmm. barbed wire match, best of seven, mm-hmm. best of seven street falls match, best of seven, oh best of seven tables match. Okay. Then from that one Great American yes. match, Lions Den match, mm-hmm. Texas Death match, mm-hmm. Brass Knuckles, mm-hmm. Caribbean Strap match. Nice. Backstage brawl. So that's how you get Saudi Arabia. From. Ultimate and then ultimate submission. I don't know. Strap match. Ultimate submission is pretty much the submission Iron Man Iron match, Man. but submission. Okay. Multi man match. Eight man, five man, Survivor Series uh, match, Hardcore Time Limit Brawl, Chamber of Horrors, Bunkhouse Brawl, Junkyard Invitational, mm-hmm. Tag Team Turmoil, mm-hmm. War Games, Two Ring Battle Royal. Nice. I feel bad because I got all this stuff. Oh, that's I understand. Okay. No, that's okay. The arena, you get all the manias, pretty much, and then whatever you get from the showcases. Mm-hmm. Royal Rumble 88, the ECW Arena, the Manhattan Center, so pretty much you can get it because of, you know, Raw 93. Mm-hmm. Massburg Garden, of course, you get it from the front showcase. Right. Tribute to the Troops, Sumo Hall, for Beast in the East, mm-hmm. Halftime Heat, Spring Stampede, NXT Arrival, NXT Respect, NXT Dusty Classic, Thunder, NXT London, Saturday Night's Main Event, Nitro Mall of America, WCW... And then WCW Great American Bash. Titles. Brass Knuckles. FTW. Six Man. Eight Man. He was tag. Hmm. Oh, and WCW Hardcore. Nice. Oh, and WCW Cruiserweight. Okay. Mid-season DLCs. The Backstage Assault map. Yes. Every arena in Backstage Assault, you get to play as... So you pretty much the area with the, um, the, the semi-trucks. Mm-hmm. Um, the like technical areas, mm-hmm. the boiler room, 
the locker room, the workout room. Pretty much any arena, if you play Maximum Assault, you get the whole freaking map. Nice. WCW Hardcore Pack. You get Norman Smiley, Crowbar, Terry Funk, all three members of Free Count, mm-hmm. Beetle, Johnny the Bulls, Johnny the Stamboli, Raven, Van Hammer, Barbarian, Bam Bam Bigelow, and Horace Hogan, oh, a.k.a. Horace Bullman. No Ming? No Ming. No, because I think I had... No, I had Ming in another, but it's Haku. Oh, okay. So it's oh, just, Haku. So it's Haku. Okay. The tag team pack. Headbangers. Dudleys. Um, Sheik and... Oh, Sheik and Volkov. O'Hare and Palumbo. Bagwell and Norton. Edge and Christian. Too much. Too much? Which, um, actually, um, you get another buff Bagwell. Yeah, so you get NWO buff Bagwell. Right. And then you get Scott Norton. Yeah. Miscellaneous, meaning it's just pretty much last year my pack out of miscellaneous pretty much. Right. It's like, who gives a shit pack? It's just all put in. Right. Darren Drosnoff, Val Venus, okay. Jerry Lynn, Judy? Just Incredible, oh, it's not. Conan, and Glacier. Mm-hmm. So like I said, it's miscellaneous, who gives a shit? Glacier. Um, universe mode, before we go into that, you have 270, I added 275 slots for for cut commutative creations and or creative wrestlers. So instead of being 100, you have 275 slots to fill. So that's a new improvement. Yes. I like that idea too. So universe mode. Even though, you know, even though I probably won't have to download with the um, With the multiple count, with, with pretty much, what I decided is, like Madden, mm-hmm. you can have nine, you can have like five franchises at the same time say mm-hmm. That's what you get. Okay. So pretty much you get, um, Trying to think where I put it. You get up to ten save slots. Oh, okay. So you can have ten different universe modes. Okay. So pretty much you can have an, an a universe mode only consisting of NXT, mm-hmm. or you can have one where it's all of New Japan and each other. Okay. But you mean so you have so you could screw around. You can have your WWE, you can have your NXT on, you can have a WWE, you can have, but anyway, it's different saves. It's like Madden. Oh. Different save slots. Um, you can you get the choice of weekday pay per view choices. So you know how like they have takeovers mm-hmm. on a Wednesday. You can have a King of the Ring on a Wednesday. You can have a Royal Rumble on a Wednesday or a Thursday or a Friday. All right. So no more of this. It's got to be on Sunday bullshit. Okay. So you can so that way you can have a takeover and a Mania in the same week. Okay. You know that way it's yeah. not a pain in the ass and you only get so many weeks and whatnot. Right. Pay per view options okay. in the universe mode. Okay. You get the King of the Ring, uh-huh. which you get to pick between four to eight between. 4, 8, 16, and 24. Okay. Um, you also have an option of either having a one-night tournament mm-hmm. or having matches weeks before the King of the Ring on TV with at the King of the Ring pay-per-view having the semi and finals. The yeah. semi-finals and the finals. But I don't think you can do that in 16. You, you've never been able to do right. that. Right, never been able to do that. But I like that idea. Um, oh, um... So you know how like you get the pay per views and shit. Yeah. So like you know how like so new slots to that fall brawl. It's option war games. So if you do a fall brawl, your main event will be war games. Okay. Spring stampede. Your main event will be bunkhouse brawl. And um single and tag robin. So the climax. Okay. Points consisting of two, four, eight, twelve, and twenty. How do you get the twenty points? It wins. Oh. Win. You know. So it's like win. You pretty much however you win, and then you can. You can add so many. You get to choose. So you can have, like, um, four points for a win, two points for a tie, zero points for a loss. Of course, you oh, always have zero points right for a loss. loss. 
but it's pretty much you get to choose how many choose how many points you get for a win. For a tie. Okay. With your maximum being twenty, so you can have twenty points for a win and twelve points for a tie. Right. Okay. The Dusty Tag Classic and the Dusty Six Man Tag Classic. Six man. You can um, pretty much which and then those pretty much you can have sixteen tag teams and then if you do the six man sixteen six man groups. Okay. I'll say. Go ahead. You have the choice of bragging rights, which yeah. is two choices. Either a six, eight, or ten man elimination match, mm-hmm. or choice two for bragging rights, you get a cut. So Starcade ninety five. Okay. So pretty much you can have raw wrestlers and SmackDown wrestlers on a singles match or two. Um, no, 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 no. Yeah. King of the Hardcore, because you get um you get the backstage assault map, you get the hardcore gauntlet. So like you get so in the so you have a choice for a pay per view get. Uh, that was an interesting hardcore bout. Like yeah. That. And um, that's pretty much it. That is pretty much my um. My my concept. Um. I've had these ideas since three days after we did this podcast last mm-hmm. year. I needed to get a start on them. I got it in November. Oh, I, I that, feel that, bad that somewhat, I didn't have that much. Yes, I understand. I had all you gotta realize I didn't have a job when I started doing this. Right. So and then I know you and I'm not and so like I was able to get all this stuff done. Right. But as new, I know you didn't have a job, but you had all, you had, you know, ten different people shitting on your chest. Yeah. So you couldn't do it like you did last year. So I got lucky. I got to start on this in November. Right. Um I only did it because I told you not to do it right. because I knew you had a lot to do with it in November, even in November. Right. In November. Yeah, my was, birthday was chaotic and yeah. so but uh yeah, I mean, like I said, it's I mean, you get two hundred, you, you get ten freaking save slots. Right. So you can have different types of universes. Ah, you know what? I don't want to do New Japan. I want to go back to NXT. Nah, I don't feel like doing the NXT universe mode. I want to do I want to do uh, Lucha Underground. Mm-hmm. I want to do CML up. Right. And then you know, I mean, like I said, you get to have the Dusty Tag Classic. You get to have this King of the Ring Classic. You have right. twenty four men in a King of the Ring tournament. Mm-hmm. You can have a Round Robin tournament. You got a Hardcore Gauntlet. Mm-hmm. You got a Spunk House Brawl. You get the possibility you get you can have a spring stampede pay per view and a fall brawl pay per view. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean these packs are really good. Like I said, you could have a weekday pay per view. Yeah, I like um, that idea. You have, I mean, you can get like I said, you get the Nitro Mall, Nitro Mall of America. You get the Thunder Arena, Brass Knuckles title. I mean, you get the like I said, you get the, the oh oh I'm sorry I screwed up. I do have Ming, so you get Haku and Ming. Okay. I'm I'm I, I saw Crowbar. So yeah, you do get you get a Ming and a King Haku. Okay. Like but um, yeah, I mean, I like the tag team pack, my arenas, um, my showcases with Brett and Jerry and Sting and um, Sting and Hogan, the Roddy Piper pack, the Mega Powers Explode. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I said, you get a Lions Den match and a Best of Seven Tables match so with Lions a tag team tournament. Shamrock, right? Well, Shamrocks in the one of the packs is the shooters. Oh, so Shamrock. So you get like okay. Shamrock, Severin, Steve Regal, Dave Taylor, and Steve Dr. Death Williams. I didn't nice. add Finley, but I didn't want the pack to be. I to didn't bring, want one pack to be too big. I wanted it to be the same amount of. So you weren't getting screwed on a pack. Nice. And like I said, I mean, you get to play as Virgil. I mean, like I said, I really thought into this, and then I didn't know they were going to fire Solomon Pro. I would have had Solomon Pro in the last Not minute, like what Nakamura. And I always had Liger because, I mean, Liger. Remember, we thought Liger was supposed to do all these NXT house shows, mm-hmm. and he hasn't done anything, but I mean, shit, you get Liger in the game. Right. And, and then, like I said, sense. I mean, Stan Hansen, fucking Tatanka, Tenru, Harley Race. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, you get the AWA. I mean, I like I said, I mean, it's about better, if not, and it's maybe a little bit better than my pack last year. But, I mean, just like, I, it's hard, like, 
I want to do this next year, but I realize there's a lot of shit where it's like, wow, it's the same. Right. Well, the matches. Like, I think right. I had the ambulance match last year. I think I had the casket match. I know I had the fucking scaffold match because I want to see a scaffold match in the mm. fucking game. But, like, my DLC, there's so many wrestlers that WB has not put in their games. Right. That I know this year was the biggest roster, but they're still not even. Right. You know, we don't even have, you know, Bruce Brody would have been, what, 77, 78? And freaking, he's not, he's never been in the game. No. You know, we don't, we never had Doink the Clown in a fucking, well, we had Doink the Clown, it was a WrestleMania RT, but you know what I mean? Right, yeah. You haven't, I don't think you've had Tataraka in the game. No. You have all these wrestlers that you could fucking not even touch the surface. And then, like I said. 17 should have Tataraka since he was at Rumble. Well, he was in the, uh, Andre. Andre. And I even mentioned that as a choice. Ah, you're going to have a battle royal anytime. Yeah. But, um, yeah, and then if I were to add, and then I was going to do something for the World Rumble, but mm-hmm. I thought, no, leave it the same. Right. But if I did do anything to Rumble, on the pay-per-view mm-hmm. choice, on the bottom, you could have it picked between 30 and 40 men. That way you don't have to edit a 40 man, and that winner doesn't count. So that way when you go into your stats, go, this year had no Royal Rumble winner. No, or shit, it did. You're just being a dick because I wanted a 40 man. Right. You can have it to where the computer knows. Okay, he had a forty man, so this technically does count as a royal as the main event for our pay per view. Okay. But so, yeah. Um, as we mentioned before, two K seventeen has been announced. Uh, releases in October, and as a pre order, you get to play as Goldberg. And already confirmed as Cena, Warrior, and Sasha Banks. Not shocked about Cena. Not shocked about Ultimate Warrior. And I'm not really shocked about Sasha Banks, but everyone thought, oh, she's gonna be in it next year. She's gonna be in it next. She should have been in it this year. Or excuse me, last year. Yeah, last and year. And she was. Right. So I am a little bit shocked. Yes. Um, but yeah, those those were the so far confirmed. Um, I can't wait. October needs a fucking hurry to get here because holy shit, I've already reserved it. I'm looking forward to playing it full bird. Um, next, DNJ. Brace yourselves, ladies and gentlemen. As it'll be before this happens, but July 19th, WWE is having a brand split. So, therefore, they're going to have a draft for Raw and SmackDown. Yes. Well, me and Donald came up with the con- uh, kind of a concept, in a way. I, yeah, I mean, I know um, uh, me and Greg were talking about this. There's a lot of things that um, me and you will touch. I can't see Greg touching this since we already had a draft episode, I thought. We'd right. be open for it. We are we're, Now, how we're doing this, we're not having one of us represent Raw and one, one of us represent SmackDown. We're, we're drafting for both shows. Both shows. So, we got... 12, 12, t- 12 tag, we got 12 tag teams, so four, three teams of, or four, or three teams of two, so, yeah, so that, that makes sense, so two, four, six, eight, ten, so I can 12. actually tell you. Uh, two NXT call-ups for Raw and SmackDown, so mm-hmm. four total, 26 wrestlers, which I couldn't come up with 26, apparently, uh, unfortunately. I'll try to. I got 15 for each. Okay. Which, not bad. And then, title holders for each show. I haven't thought of one for the IC yet, because I'm still trying to debate. And then, who, not really who our pick for the Cruiserweight series is going to be, but what, then, because, like, he'd get a pick of where he'd want to go, Raw or SmackDown. Yes. And then he'd be your Cruiserweight champion, correct? Yeah. So that's our next, um... Well, I do have a freaking IC champion. Okay. I didn't think I did. Um, but that's our next episode. Um, hopefully, it'll be before the draft, so no worries. The draft isn't until July 19th. Um, mine's already done. 
Um, Mine, I was going to base off money in the bank, but I didn't know Dean Ambrose was going to cash it in that night. Right. But I, I, I that, that won't take me long. Right. Um, For once, James might have an advantage over me, unlike this uh, concept. James might have the draft advantage of me. I might be sloppy. I, um, that's no problem. I actually had to change my heavyweight after, because I had Rollins as the champion for the heavyweight. Right. I actually had to change it after money in the bank. Um, but it's the draft is will be coming. We'll be doing that. Uh, so looking forward to that the next episode. Sadly, I'm sorry guys that this kind of this draft kind of, or the uh, concept kind of was ah for me this year. Unfortunately, I've been going through some shit times. Kind of still am in a way, but it's getting better. Um, but uh, but look forward to the draft. That'll be a lot a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. Um. I was gonna get into something for baseball and totally fucking forgot about it. The hothead team, uh, but that's save okay. I'll save it for next time. Anyway, we'll get into our plugs and we'll get the hell out of here. Uh, OSW, Button Seats, Blue Nation, New Generation Project, which I, oh, wow, I'm really getting into. Okay, James. Austin, po Austin podcast. Oh, Twitter at O Punch All. Yes. Um, at our Austin po Austin podcast, which was fucking amazing with AJ Styles this past week. Um. Apparently the mouse doesn't want to work now. Um, doesn't work. The uh, human super, human podcast machine with Taz, um, wrestling with regrets. Brian Zane. Uh, my Twitter handle is at hawkaholic85. Um, we will see you in the future. Have a good one, and hopefully our hopefully things won't be going as shitty as they have been for me. Take it easy, guys. We'll see you on the flip side.